adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. Welcome to the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. The greatest nerd, geek, and pop culture podcast in history. With your host, Redneck Wes. He keeps screwing up, people. And that old bald man, Chad. Come on, man. This is a fun place. Don't be a... Hey! Hey, guys. Wes, how are you? I'm I'm doing good. Well, we have the black tablecloth out. We do. That must mean we're somewhere. We're on location. We have tricked someone else into allowing us to come to their show. I don't understand why that is. Uh, we're I, able to do it. <laughs> I, I rolled high on my persuasion That's what check. it was. <laughs> hey, everybody. We are here at Rocky Top Game Con at the Jacobs Building in East Knoxville, Knoxville, Over Tennessee. Chilhowee Park. Chilhowee Park, yeah, right near Zoo Knoxville. And uh, we are super excited. If you guys are uh, fans of the show and you've been listening, you know, we, uh, we talked to Steve a while back, who's uh, running this show. And uh, he graciously invited us here as his guest, so uh, we're glad to be here. And we're going to do what we typically do with when we come to cons, is have a nice hodgepodge of uh, interviewing different artisans and artists and show goers and gamers and all kinds of things like that and just kind of um, give you a, um, a little taste of what something like this is, is like. That's, that's a really nice way of Chad is saying that we're going to annoy people to be on our show. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but no, this is, this is so cool, dude, because... Um, this is an actual gaming yes. convention. Yes. And there are, I don't know, like nine bajillion tables set up now yeah, on the, the bottom the, floor. Yeah, there is like a, uh, a dump truck load of terrain down there. It just is, assorted everywhere. It is amazing to look at. This is Friday morning, and they have started their 40K um, major tournament. Yes. And uh, that's a that's a big deal. There's a whole lot of... Whole lot of I mean, minis down there. The place is packed down there on the bottom floor. It is. We're upstairs in the vendor hall, and it is um, the the vendor hall is uh, open later. It opens at ten a.m. Yeah, ten a.m. So we're able to uh, kind of mill around here early and check out. And we saw a bunch of our uh, bunch of our old friends. Um, yes. Here we saw McKay at, at Nirvana Comics. Yeah, we saw the boys from Tollguard. Yeah, they were yeah, down there. From Tollguard, which we got another episode coming up with Tollguard that's going to deal exclusively with board games. That was our original episode two on the show was board games. Yes. But now we're actually bringing in real experts, like genuine people who know board games, <laughs> so. to 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 uh, talk to us about it. So that that's coming up. But uh, it was good to see them because we hadn't seen them since the, the show up there. And, and 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 one of the employees is sporting one of our purple T-shirts, yes. which is freaking awesome. Uh, so we are super excited thanks about for that. The, thanks for the love, yeah, thanks guys. For the love, we man. appreciate that. So anyway, we got and we went around, and I think we're gonna have some really good interviews with some oh, artists. Oh, there's some artists. really uh, cool stuff here, man. Yeah, and we're gonna bring you uh, some of that stuff um, through the audio of our wonderful podcast, as well as we're gonna 
post some links um, and on our social media where you can go out and reach out and find that stuff. But, but guys, I mean, uh, if you if you if you're able to help support these independent local Absolutely. guys that Absolutely. are yeah. out here doing doing something they enjoy. Uh, I mean, we've we've talked to a lot of folks already this morning, and I mean, just the passion about gaming. You know, we've got authors, we've got people that have just made things. Yeah, and that's so because I mean, I like to build stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, as a cosplayer, yeah, you're but, a cosplayer guy, yeah. Um, but I know we were we were talking to some of them, and it's just like, oh yeah, I, I figured out how to make this, and if you do this, and it's just like. I could sit here all day and listen to these guys. Well, yeah, talk. I mean, I, I I had to pull Wes away from a guy that we're going to hopefully interview tomorrow um, about uh, where he is making like a box kit of terrain for Warhammer 40k, 3D printed mm-hmm. using two different colors of filament. Yeah, right? he's using he's using filament. There's there's people that are uh, there's one lady that I talked to. Uh, they've they've got a bunch of resin printers and they're printing different scale miniatures you know like they had one they had this hydra down there that was phenomenal i don't know i had like seven i missed that one i'm gonna have to go look at yeah i'm like that one's got to be hard to put together she's like yeah (laughs) and then there's another guy that is is laser cutting um out of wood terrain as well as uh he he's doing some um uh Paintbrush stands, which oh, I, I will be purchasing one of this I'm, weekend because yeah, I'm, I'm running well. out of room. So, uh, Wes is looking around. Did you see somebody? Uh, well, our, our good buddy Adam Deal uh, ah. from the Walking Dead fame. Hey, has, there's Adam Deal. Has come in. <laughs> we're we're going to get <laughs> we have been acknowledged by Hollywood. Yeah, yeah we're going to get his butt on the show here in a little while. So, so you know. Yeah, there don't see down there, guys. Yeah, there you go. Do not put your train over an objective marker. Through all of our recording of this show, which may be one <laughs> episode or two, depending on how much we ramble, ramble, ramble. There you go, Rugger. Um, is we happen to have one of the PA speakers <laughs> like right across directly from across from us. So, <laughs> so that might be pretty fun. So, I mean, I know I'm loud, and most people probably turn the volume down, but this episode what? you may want to adjust the volume. <laughs> You're loud? I know, right? See the crowd. Slow, crowd totally agrees. Chad's I'm slowing slow the buttons, on the buttons today. Buttons, I'm going to slow the tries. buttons today. Shut your mouth. <laughs> God. All right. This this is over. I'm leaving. But no. Bye, uh, Felicia. Yeah. Um. God, don't ever do that again. Don't, don't Bye, ever Felicia. do that. God. Yeah. Anyway. There you go, director. Yeah, find, find a way to put no, that. Bye, no. Chad. <laughs> so, anyway, man. Um, Again, like like all of our con episodes, you'll notice that this is you know kind of back and forth of uh, of of splitting up uh, different interviews and things like that. So bear with us. Uh, these tend to be one of our most popular. So, so thanks for listening. Yeah, we're super excited about that. So hang with us, man. We got some awesome stuff coming up. Yeah, we've got uh, we got. I'm only, I'm not sure if it's local artist or author. Actually, yes and no. Um, everything I have written here except one of the books was written in East Tennessee. I okay. lived in Morristown for 18 years, but about three years ago, I ended up moving up to Michigan. Okay, well, That's, we've got uh, Daniel Payton with us, and uh, I just picked up his book, uh, Remnant, and uh, I'm, he, he, he sold me on the pitch, so uh, I'm, I'm interested to uh, Wes dig in this. Wes is a huge fan of, of authors like yourself. I love to read, so this... I don't know. I give it a couple of days, and hopefully, I have it. He'll wear it out. So. But I, I mean, tell us, tell us a little bit about you know your your books. You've got several over there. Uh, 
if you want to start off with, with this one. Uh, well, I'll start by saying primarily I write young adult fiction. Okay. Um, I write fantasy primarily. That's what I've done most of. And I'm, I'm branching into science fiction. And superhero, which is, in my opinion, it fit in the science fiction realm. Yeah. Um, and then the book you picked up is Remnant is actually one of my, my only one published that's not young adult. It's Christian science fiction dystopian. Oh, wow. I was like, I've never heard that. that. Those genres together are already very interesting. Yeah, that's neat. Tell me about it. Cram it together? Yeah, that's pretty neat. I wrote this book, and then I went to get it published, and I went to publisher after publisher, agents, and I got the weirdest response. Most of the time, when you get to agents and publishers, they'll pick up your work and say, "Uh, it's nice, but find somebody else, or I I don't have time for this. They give you a very general, pleasant way of saying no. Right. This one, I got a whole bunch of pleasant people saying yes, but no. They say, oh, this book was so good. We loved the story. We loved the characters that you need to get this published. But we're, we don't publish that. We're not going to do it. We're not it. It's like, what? That makes no <laughs> I, sense. <laughs> I want to publish it. You, you, you publish Okay, so no. I finally found a publisher, Ambassador International, and they had a small department just starting of speculative fiction for Christian authors. Huh. And so I went on PitchMad, PitMad, which is on Twitter, which authors put their stuff out there in the hashtag PitMad to try and attract attention. Right. Okay. It's like one day a year, or several days a year they do it, but one day a year is like all... Uh, like genres. All day, yeah. And so I, I thought, okay, I'll give that a shot. And one of their agents was actually assigned to check PitMat hashtag, and no they, she found me and sent me the message and said, hey, um, are you interested in publishing with us? Do you have pub-? And I'm like, yes. So, so the internet did some good. That's awesome. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, that's something that we've well, that's something that, that that we've discovered through this, especially with. Um, artists like yourself that are trying to get out there that utilization of that is is vitally important yes and, and that and and you know I, we've talked to authors that have been self-published and those that have had publishers so it's interesting to hear that, that you were able to achieve a publisher for that book like that and and, and through social media campaign you're able to work that out yeah um i will say social media presence is important for anybody big authors local authors indie authors anybody needs to really understand the interaction that there but they also need to pick their battles where you want to put yourself out on is important um, some areas are really good and lucrative now they won't be tomorrow you have to watch the way those the waves go and i'm i'm not i can't say i'm an expert at it at all but i have friends who really help me along and, and say well try this now it, it seems to be important at least for us we've discovered it's important that, because we're not real good we're not real good at it either as far as is that but but we have some fans that are <laughs> so they 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 repost our our things and that helps out quite a bit so. and yeah that's what i'm trying to get people to do is understanding that reposting and sharing and some, you know especially smaller authors we need that organic help yeah. you know we don't have expensive publicists we don't have expensive ad campaigns we try but we, we just we get buried by the big names yeah so organic help is so important. well that's what we try to do with our show is get guys like you and, and let our our multitude of listeners which is still difficult for me to say is is that we actually have a bunch <laughs> our of, tens t- and t- tens t- of no, listeners are more than that. Uh, to let people know about you and your stuff which is really really awesome so you know what what made you um get into writing I started writing in the fourth grade about, I had a teacher in fourth grade, Miss Rogers, who encouraged us just to write. 
And the point was just to get us to understand where our artistic value was in writing. Yeah. Some people wrote poetry, some wrote silly stuff. Some of them couldn't really set themselves down and do it. And, the, and she didn't punish you for not doing it. She just encouraged you to do it, yeah. which was great, wonderful. And she unleashed in me something I didn't know was there. At that age, I loved to write. Right. And by the fifth grade, I was writing Star Trek fan fiction. That's okay, cool. cool. And That's cool. I wrote my first uh, quote unquote novel in the fifth grade. I think it was five pages long. Hey, uh, that, that's good stuff. That was, that's oh. some good stuff right there. You got all the, the pertinence in. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I'm, I'll give credit to teachers because I continued writing just for myself for fun from that. And in the ninth grade. Yeah, speaker's crazy. Yeah. That's why I turned our volume up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, in ninth grade. In the ninth grade, um, my teacher, Miss Smith, in English class, she did the exact same thing, only hers was a requirement. You had to write every day, but she would give you just the last five or ten minutes of class. She would say, okay, we're done with our lesson. We have this time left. I want everybody to pull out your notebook and write. It didn't matter what you wrote. Just kind of a free writing exercise? Yes. It could be poetry. It could be a novel. It could be your diary. As long as you wanted to turn it, you could turn it in. So you, you know, careful what you write. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously, yeah. You turn it Do in. Do not and, like Missy Smith class. <laughs> <laughs> and she would grade this and, uh, and just, just on your effort. Yeah. And then she would also take that time to look at what you're writing on your own and go, okay, here's where you're English-wise, your grammar your what needs work. But you didn't grade on that. You weren't great. You grade on accomplishing something. Yeah. So it was very free. You didn't feel constrained by, oh, i got to make this perfect. You just hand it in. And she kind of used that as help for her teaching. For me, I got on a kick of writing an actual novel. And it was, again, Star Trek fan fiction because yeah. that's what I loved. And I started writing it, and it just started going and going and going. And eventually, I ended up with a 60,000-word book. Wow. Really? And that was. And the thing is, is, is you had to turn it into the week. You turned in your completed stuff. At the end of the first week, I looked at her and said, I'm not even close to complete with this. Do you mind if I keep writing? And she's like, sure. To do it, yeah. So I kept going. It, was, it wasn't until the Christmas break that I actually had that completed and to, to give you an idea i wrote it on a typewriter oh my god so it's a few years ago he's going back yeah, to our he's going yeah, back yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i remember typing in, in in high school class yeah absolutely so all you youngins out there that's a machine that you can't do the facebooks on uh, <laughs> but i handed this in and over the christmas break she was going to grade it and over the christmas break she lost it Oh, oh no. no! And I was broken. Now she came back to me, was so upset with herself, and she said, "You got a, you got a perfect grade on this. I'm so glad you, you did work to it. I did read it. I did grade it, but it went missing, and I was just devastated. I again typewriter because you yeah. you had put yeah yeah you can't your you can't heart go back. and soul into this and yeah, a and lot you, of effort, and, and you can't go back in Word and pull it back up. Oh again. yeah, just, oh I'm gonna <laughs> save. Don't worry about it. My save file was a folder, uh, <laughs> a real one, folks. And so a few months later, it came back to me. In the most unusual way, her mother, because I lived in Stillwater, Oklahoma at the time. Oklahoma, Stillwater, Oklahoma is the home of Oklahoma State University. Yes. Her mother was an English professor who also taught the creative writing course. No joke. And over Christmas break, she had, were grading papers together with her daughter at home, and her oh. mother grabbed mine by mistake. No way. And put it with her papers, and she graded it like it was a class paper from one of her college students. <laughs> and then and you're in the back. ninth grade at the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she brought it back to this college and spent three months trying to find who wrote it. 
Oh wow! And she when when she saw her daughter again, she said um, she had Is this it. One and, of your kids? <laughs> and, and well, no, she, her daughter saw it and was, oh, that's it, that's it, and she grabbed it. And, and her mother found out, and so she took it back and wrote notes all over it, and gave it back to me. And on this was my my teacher's grading and, and notes on stuff, but it was her mother's grading. And she see, I had red from from the um, my teacher. I had black ink from her grading, like it was a college paper, right. and then blue ink on it that was her writing notes, the professor writing notes to me personally. That's awesome. And so, so she was actually helping you mm-hmm. get there. Like, and notes <laughs> Entirely that, by mistake. All her notes That's that awesome. were in blue ink, which was her, her messages to me, were all good things like, you described this very well. Yeah. This scene flows really good. You understand how to do conversation well here. Do it like this in the future. And the very back page, which was blank on mine, was her a whole long letter saying to me, you have in you what I haven't seen in many students. Wow. And keep up with this. It is special. And I took that to heart. And I wanted to continue writing. Now, to say that means I started in ninth grade and wanted to be a published author, that's actually wrong. I wanted to just keep writing. Yeah. I wanted to be an actor. But... If I'm going to pick one starving artist field, I should stick with just one starving artist field. <laughs> yeah. So I decided author was a little bit yeah. better on my part. I loved it more. Yeah. So I stuck with that. And from that point on, I just kept writing. And then in 2008, or between seven and eight, I decided to write outside of the fan fiction realm because it was like a comfort zone. I, right. I was easy. I didn't have to create the world. It was already created. So I had decided to create a world. Okay. And I'd created my own story at this point and started to build it, and it became my first published book. Now, that has an unfortunate end because the first publisher I ever got a hold of was a horrible press called Publish America. Okay. And they have been sued out of business. Oh, no. And they were, and I helped sue them out of business. Well, okay, so well good. It's righteous. Yeah. They were awful, 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 awful. I'm not going to get deep into that, but they were right. terrible. And then I, I started, uh, a few years later, I continued writing. I just it was so dis, you know, destroyed by that. I just right. I was like, I didn't want to publish. I just want to keep writing. And then Amazon came with the self-publishing platform, made it so much easier to we've self-publish. Heard, we've heard that quite a bit, is people using that to get a good kickstart. And so I started there with the book series that actually had a print again um, all on my own because I wanted to redo it. It was called The Crystal Needle. It was young adult fantasy that was just literally just for fun. And I'm going to re- reintroduce that later probably through one of my publishers. But since then, I've been able to sign with three new publishers. That's fantastic, so man. It's, it's just pushing, pushing, pushing. That's fantastic, man. Hey, so tell us about the books that you uh, – you know, just kind of a little synopsis of, of what you have available, um, you know, like story-wise and things like that. Uh, you, you talked about the one that Wes, that Wes bought. It, are, are, you, are you venturing into any other genres and things like that? So it's kind of an overview. Well, I'll start. My, my first big breakout outside of self-publishing was a book called The Legacy of Dragon Wand. Okay. And I wrote it as a single book, but with the intention of breaking it into two. I self-published it, and then a publisher picked it up, and they oh, nice. said, this is too long for two for young adult. Let's put it into three. And so I had to re- readjust a little bit. And so Legacy of Dragon Wand is my attempt at a good standard young adult fantasy with high fantasy as the, as the setting. Um, I didn't want to do urban fantasy. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to redo Harry Potter. Right. I didn't want to just, yeah. just grab that and do it again. I wanted to do something a little more along the lines of Harry Potter meets The Hobbit. You know, yeah. a little little more adventure. And so the the story is of Marcus, who is a young wizard who is trying to find another wizard to give him a letter sorry letter of recommendation to go to college so he can become a full wizard. Okay. He's never ventured outside of his little 
community inside the valley, and when he does, he realizes the big world of Galanor is in turmoil. All wizards are being imprisoned, and the wizard he finds says he'll get what he needs if he finds the last dragon wand. And that's the quest. That's the journey. And on that journey, it, it blossoms into this story. And the title is actually more of a of a question. The legacy of Dragon Wand. What is the legacy? Oh. That's the whole point of the series. What's the legacy of the Dragon Wand? And that's so, cool. That's neat. I like that. I love the story. It's It was a smash hit. The book itself, the first uh, first book sold 9,000 e-copies within the first year. That's amazing. So I was like, I, I, I've got seven of them now. So I'm like, just rolling with it that's cool man where can people find your books where's the best place to find do you have like a central hub where people can learn about all your all your projects yes um i try to keep up with it i have peytonpublications.com which is about me and my books um it's a website relatively new it's not really thick but i've got all my stuff on there and uh, of course um if you want to go out and buy books of course amazon.com is, is like the, the hub of it They can all. search for your name as the author and they can find all your stuff. Yes. There is only, a f- there's very few authors out there with my name, Daniel Payton, and it's P-E-Y-T-O-N, the right. last name, that are on Amazon. And in fact, as far as I'm aware, the only other one that has that exact name as an author writes legal books. That ain't me. Okay, okay well, so, so yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there is a clear there. difference in that. I imagine you can pick yeah. that up from the cover photo. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's your newest project? My newest project uh, is actually two. Um, over the past couple of years, actually during COVID, I got hired as a writing, as the story creator and some, an artist for an online game. Okay. And so I'm creating the entire world and canon for a game called Heroes Rising, and it's it's out, it's going. People are playing it right now. Nice. And so that's my biggest. And that one's harder than I ever thought it would be because it's literally every month I got to have something new. I got to have right, something ready yeah. to go. Yeah. I'm used to taking time and edit and work. This one's like now, now, now. So that one's. But I love doing it. I've had a great response to the story for that one. But personally, uh, I have again the last two Dragon Ball books are are written, but that's the work is being done to get them ready to go. And I am promoting, uh, not promoting. I'm publishing a new book called The Owl-Headed Wand, that is coming out through um, a new publisher, and they are um, they're. T- the book itself is actually built in the world of the Winter Wizard, which is another book I published. Okay. And it's a very different young adult fantasy. I really enjoyed it. It's a standalone young adult fantasy with the potential of more, so I'm going to let the readers tell me if they want more. And I've tried to break as many of the cliches I could in the book from... And not this isn't like a stab at fantasy. This is literally, I didn't want my... My pixies are six feet tall. My, you know, right. very, very different. I didn't want it to Change feel it like yeah. you're just, oh, look, I'm reading another version of Tolkien. No, I didn't, right. I didn't want, want that. Right. I mean, I love, I love that. I love the kind of fantasy that really carries fantasy, but I wanted this one to be a little different. And yeah, keep it, keep the genre fresh. And, and to make it more interesting to me is the book called The Owl-Headed Wand because the wand that's the central point of the book was actually hand-carved by an artisan here in East Tennessee oh, who does wands for Comic-Con stuff. I picked up one of the wands and I, I looked at it and I said, I'm going to write a book about this one day. I've got a little girl that you would have her at Owl. She loves <laughs> Owls. And then I'd have another one asking, well, where's the one with the monkeys? Um, <laughs> so can they, it, do you have social media presence at all, also? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, author Dan Payton or Dan Payton Author, however you want to write that out, cause it's Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm most active on Facebook. I'm, I'm next would probably Instagram. Um, Twitter, I kind of, kind of active on that one, but Twitter, 
can be a bit of a, um, a mess. So. It's up and down. Yeah. So make sure that we get that 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 way we get his information down to where we can we can publish we it will, out we as, will as well. Put that on our, our um, social but, and get the word out. Mr. Baden, before we let you go, we didn't tell him about it, and we never do. Okay, now we're going to subject you to the nerdy old man rapid fire question session. It's all um, this is music, isn't it? It's very scary. I can see the fear in his eyes. That's right. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to bother you for you know three or four little questions here, and it's the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. Okay. Right. If you're ready, sir, Wes. You okay, well, he's mentioned it before, talking about his fan fiction, but we got to ask. Kirk or Picard? Oh, Picard. There we go. All right. Make it so. I, I like make it so. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, one of our favorite questions. You are on a four-hour car ride. Okay, the radio does not function. You have no cell phone signal. But you must have a superhero or supervillain riding shotgun in your car. Who's taking the ride with you? Storm. Storm, Ooh. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case you run into bad weather, right? You just flat change it. Yep. yep. <laughs> all, all right. Like, all right. I yeah. like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, if you could have one weapon from science fiction, fantasy, legend, whatever it may be, what are you going into battle with? Sonic screwdriver. Ooh. Okay. You know, we, we, have, we have had very few people mention the doctor. Yes. This yep. is very true. All right. I think about, I got one more here. Um, your favorite author. Oh, now that's hard. I'm going to have to say, actually, one you probably never heard of is John M. Ford. Okay. And I say that because John M. Ford wrote a book, a Star Trek book, um, in one of their numbered series years and years and years ago. And when I was a kid, it was one of the first I picked up and just read myself, just grabbed it and read it when I was younger than most kids reading books like that. And it made me want to write. And even though I've read a lot of authors, I love a lot of great authors and unknowns and knowns. Charles Dickens is like, a, I love Charles Dickens' work, all that. But that was the but one. But I'm going to pick him because he made me want to write. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, all right, bring, bring us thought, home. If he thought that was a question was hard, this is the possibly the most difficult this question is, that we ask. This is it. Be prepared. Does pineapple go on a pizza? Yes. Ah-ha! Obviously, that is the only answer. <laughs> I, we have been told different. We have actually we have actually been threatened from some of our friends up north in New York and New Jersey. That one, they'd punch us in the face. Two, throw us out the window. And three, we might actually get them evicted from the city yes. for that very question. But, sir, one more time, run us through uh, where folks can find you and your information about your books. Okay. You can find my myself, information about me, on PeytonPublications.com. Just type that in, you'll find me. Uh, Author Dan Payton on Facebook is a great place. That's probably the best place to talk to me. If you have questions about my books or about writing in general, shoot them to me there privately. I will answer them. Uh, Instagram, you can find Dan Payton, Author Dan Payton on Instagram. I do keep up with that. And Twitter, yes, you can find um, Dan Payton on, Author Dan Payton on Twitter. Um, But again, that one I'm less on, so it's probably not your best one. And of course, Amazon.com, you can find my books on there. And I have a author page on Amazon.com. So if you find any of my books, click on my name, you'll find all my books available. I have books I'm part of because of anthologies. So... All kinds of books with my name on there. That's the best place. To That's find. awesome. That's great. And when you finish his book, we'll I make sure we talk about it on the show. Talk about <clears> it. Give a little, little uh, excitement review over it, and uh, and then we'll link him again. So in the show notes, whatever episode uh, it, we'll probably break this into a couple episodes. It is. We'll make sure that we link all of his stuff. Thank you, Mr. Payton. Have a good day. Thank you.
Hey guys, we you know we've been doing this show for I don't know a year and a half or so, and we've been trying to get a hold of our old high school buddy Adam Dill to come on the show for you say a while. High school buddy, I've known him since like well, kindergarten. You have, yes. And he's, <laughs> he's a he's a busy man. Well, he's famous so now. He it is. So all of you Walking Dead fans, uh, we've got a guy on the on the show right now that uh, has been in the Walking Dead. How many seasons were you involved in the show? Three. Three seasons. Three seasons. Yep. Yeah, man, and Adam is a is a hometown boy from back in the back in the hood. I can't even say that for the straight face. Holler, maybe. Holler, holler, maybe. Yeah. So, man, tell us. Uh, I mean, we know you, but uh, tell us how um, how you got involved in uh, in in the show, man. Uh, I got an email sent was actually sent from my sister um, looking for a savior. Yep. Well, it didn't say a savior. It just said uh, tough, mean, weapons train, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, with my background, I put in, it didn't say the walking dead, you know, because they're so discreet, right. private. And I kind of knew what it was. Yeah. But I was like, eh, I'll try. Give it a shot. Uh, two days later, I get an email. It's like, hey, we need you in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, had a... Had to be there within like six hours. No joke. I hadn't even packed or anything. Oh gosh! And I was there for, I think, four days for my first time. Wow! So I just threw a bunch of stuff in a bag and took off. Took off. So what all? Um, I, I guess what um, were you a a hero extra? Is that is that the term for it? Because I, I I've seen I've watched the show mm-hmm. and I've seen you up close mm-hmm. on the show. So um, and you you've played different roles. Yes. So what? T- tell our folks what what roles you. Uh, the first role I did was uh, Savior, and I didn't know it at the time, but I was actually featured on my first uh, episode. I was uh, handpicked by the director, me and four others, to shoot a M seventy nine grenade launcher. Right. And um, you're like, hey, I've done this before. <laughs> yeah, well, not that. This is like the Vietnam era style. Oh, yeah. uh, it's called the Thumper, and which I've shot grenade launchers years back in the military and. Um, of course, I had that on my little resume thing, and um, no clue when I got there what I was doing and what's going on, and uh, one of the PA guys came over and grabbed me and said, you're with me. I said, I, I need to do some of this paperwork, Donna, you know, yeah, yeah. like everybody else. He's like, no, don't worry about it. So I got with, actually, it was nine other guys, so it was ten of us. We had to go to the weapons. Um, kind of like weapons school? Yeah, well, it was like it was the prop train, the prop expert or the... Uh, the main guy that's over the prop, so we had to get trained on this rocket launcher, or grenade launcher, rather. And um, he said, there, we've got ten grenade launchers, five are shooting, five aren't. That's not up to me. Director picked y'all. You'll find out later. So All right. We get, you know, costumed up, makeup, they feed us. And um, that same PA guy from earlier came and grabbed me and uh, four others. And he said, follow me. So we're walking into the Alexandria, the yeah, gates cool. for the first time, and I'm geeking out. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm really here. This, yeah. You know, this is really happening. And lo and behold, there's Negan, and there's Carl, um, and several other cast members, and they're just doing rehearsals. So they're yeah. no costumes. They're, you know, T-shirts, cigarettes, scripts, yeah. you know. And... Um, and I'm like I'm sweating, like I was like really freaking out. I wanted to <laughs> right, go, you're like, right there I with go them. Yeah. Shake hands, and yeah, yeah. Go, but we can't, you know, we're, we can't do that stuff when they're working. But um, 
So we go through the rehearsals with actors and go back up and sit for a little bit longer, and then we go back and do that scene. And that was one of the five that was picked to shoot. Yeah. So it was like four hours for the one scene. Right. I mean, I've seen that scene. I was like, yeah, there's Adam. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, it was funny. I remember watching it and, and telling my wife, oh, I grew up with that guy. <laughs> it's like it's a buddy of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 25 pounds, I think, is what that thing weighed. Really? Roughly. A lot of difference in yeah. the new stuff. Yep. No, uh, no harness or anything I had. So nice. That's all deal yeah. right there. Your arms are shaking. Yeah, yeah. Some of the guys had, uh, you know, harnesses and, and straps and stuff for theirs. But uh, they I look at Adam and they're like, "This guy's you know, jacked. Like, he doesn't need one." No, I'm just shaking. I'm like, "Oh, don't shake on film." You know, <laughs> nervous. And then you, uh, so you, you did Savior for a while, yeah. and you've done finished season eight uh, as a Savior, and started. Got an email for season nine for the finale. Uh, they was bringing me back as a survivor. You know, okay. at the season eight finale, the big war happened between the Saviors and Alexandrian, yep. and a lot of the Saviors were killed. A lot of them ran off. Well, I was going to be one of those that was switched over as a hero. Okay. And so, you know, the season nine finale was there was a group with Daryl and a group with Negan. I don't know what group I was going to be in, but I was 15 minutes late from getting my email or sending my email in to respond back oh. for new clothing sizes. Yeah. And uh, I sent my email, and two minutes later, the casting email back said, sorry. Oh, you know, man. We, we just, you know, we just oh. filled your spot. And I was like, no. So, but they, um, Janelle, she... Um, Assured that she'd bring me back for season ten, and yeah. she did. Uh, great people to work with. That's awesome. So I started back season ten as a as a walker, and then transferred over to a whisper, and then back to a walker. Now, it's like I, pick a side. Well, no, yeah, come on, man. He's, he's live dead, live yeah. dead. He's like so, a secret agent. Well, I've uh, I, I thought I read somewhere where they they in essence had a school to teach people how to be walkers the, for the first I think maybe four seasons. Uh, not the band, Four Seasons. Don't be confused. <laughs> but the first four seasons of The Walking Dead. Um, he got me. I was like, what's he talking about? Oh, I got it. Uh, they did it have wa- a Walker School, a Walker Academy, whatever, that yeah. Greg Nicotero ran. Yeah, right, right. Uh, one of my buddies, Ben Bladden, he was like one of the head best walkers that went through there. Yeah. And he's featured quite a bit as a hero walker. That's awesome, man. No, that's really cool. But yeah, they don't have that the school anymore. They I guess they, they just, don't need I mean, it they, now. They get there and they tell you how to walk. I mean, if you, you know what it. to do, just do yeah, it. Yeah, action. If you're not walking right, they'll they'll stop filming and come over and be like, "All right, do, do this, this, do that." Yeah. I mean, so they actually direct you. The yeah. assistant director will come over and um, and work with you. But what was it like doing this gig, man? I was just probably surreal, right? It's yeah, it's so still, super cool. Yeah, yeah. it's still pretty much. Um, really happen yeah you know did it was i really there well i mean i was looking at your pictures that you you've got on the computer over there mm-hmm. and you know and you've kind of got like some candid behind the scenes stuff yeah. and i'm like wow that's just it's like he was really there yeah. <laughs> i say the same thing now I, i've got to meet a, a few of the actors from the show um at like walker stalker con and things mm-hmm. like that because i was a big fan of the show and uh, and i know obviously you get to meet some folks when you're there on the on the thing i mean Give us a story about something, you know, some, one of them that you talked to or somebody, that, you know, super cool, mm. something like that, man. There's several. Um, I don't want you to pick a favorite, just a, just a story, you know. 
<laughs> One I cannot say. I'm. It uh, might be a little too vulgar. Um, <laughs> with Stephen Ogg, who played uh, Simon, you're right. Savior, right. Um, he's a big goofball. I mean, he would. I mean, he would come up and you know fart on your leg. Or, That's hilarious. Or just, man. And, 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 <laughs> Other things that, like I said, I'm right. Well, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny I mean, because they're, it's, they're it's, all super nice, though. I mean, every they'll all shake hands. I've got hugs from them. Um, got a round of applause from the whole cast after we've done a, t- uh, a scene. That's cool. Uh, uh, thanking the background about what a good job, you know. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the story of the Walking Dead family is. I mean, they really treat they're you really like family. I mean, I've never had a bad experience. Um, if, if it's hot, they give you these little coat packs to put all in your costumes to yeah. keep you cool. If it's cold out, they give you the hot packs to keep in to keep you warm. Yeah. Make sure you have waters or Gatorades. The food's phenomenal. Uh, Mario's catering. Um, they just, I mean, they treat you good. I yeah. Mean, it's really like family. So Adam's here today, uh, you know, representing the characters that he had and, and, and getting to meet some people that are fans of the show and things like that. And you've done this a few times in other places, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, uh, Wes, I mean, I'm just glad that we finally got uh, to talk we, to Adam. Chad and I have been talking about this offline since we started the podcast. It's like, well, Adam does stuff for, you know, Walking Dead. We need to get him on, you know. And but he's a busy man. Been able to and, and, I know, and I know what what his primary job is because I did it too. And, <laughs> and, and I still work at the shit. same place. So yeah. I understand how busy that could be just with your, like, real-life job mm-hmm. versus the, this other things that Adam's doing too. So that's that's really awesome, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm super glad that uh, – that, that you came to talk to us. So you, He's obviously, got some the really show, cool the show, the primary for the show. Kids, one yeah, of these yeah, days. Yep, yeah. So one of these days are going to be some know, really the cool. The primary show is ended, right? Yep. Um, it. Are you looking to do any other type of acting and things like uh, that? Or? I was just telling Wesley earlier. Um, I got finished doing two movies within the last couple months. I guess. I can't say a lot about them. I, um, one's He's called a movie Civil star War. Now. Okay. Um, Kirsten Dunst is in it. All right, right. Um, and some other actors. And then Beanie Bubble. It's, okay. um, I mean, you can Google it and find out what it's about. It's basically a true story about the Beanie Babies. Oh, okay. Uh, Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks is in nice. that one. Um, Civil War is more of an action drama thriller, I guess. Um Beanie Bubble is more of a... Is it a rom-com or just a straight-up comedy? or More of a drama comedy because being a, a true story, I don't know everything about it. Um, man, I, mean, I can't say a lot what I do know. Yeah. He, he just did his part. Yeah, I did my part. He's a movie star. <laughs> he is, in fact, a He's movie a movie star. star. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good because I, I got to play an extra on a couple, uh, uh, you know, true crime shows. Jeez, God, I got Jack on this dude. Gee whiz. <laughs> I do want to do those. They, they're yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, I they're, do want to do those. They're, they're yeah. pretty fun. I got typecast, though. I, I'm mm-hmm. always a cop. cop yeah. I, was a, I, was, I was a Roman cop in ancient Rome. I was a, uh, a ghost cop. I was an NYPD detective. I was an ATF agent. I'm like, Jesus. That's why I grew a beard. That way, the next time I, I, I maybe I get a show, I won't be the good guy again. <laughs> again. <laughs> like, can I play a bad guy just one time? Well, I mean, it's fun <laughs> being a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, at least you're on TV. You know, I, I have to go to conventions. I'm either Ric Flair, Captain America, or a tree. So, you know, it's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we all were trees years ago in elementary school. Yeah, that's probably play. so, yeah. <laughs> I actually get to walk as a tree, so that's, but, that's well, interesting. But, you know, what's really super awesome on a personal level for me and Wes is that, that you know, we, we went to school with Adam, and, and it's really cool to well, It's to, always cool when your, your buddies, like, are doing cool things and, and you know it's like like I said you know we watch the TV with your wife and you're like oh yeah it's my buddy I went I grew up with him yeah. you know we went to yeah. school together it's and like, like you know the look that you get is like what yeah because my daughter watched all the shows I'm like that guy right there I was like I work with that guy I went to high school with that guy it's pretty awesome so my kid's like that's super freaking cool dude I like that a lot so yeah and and that, that scene outside of Alexander when you're armed and yeah. a couple times I've seen you armed uh-huh. I'm like He's doing it right. That's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> I, I actually had one of the, uh, I don't know if he was uh, assistant directors or, or what, uh, were doing the scene in season eight with um, the trash people. Yeah. The heapsters, or I yeah. call them the garbage pill kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, a cool yeah, name. Yeah, and it's I a like cool the garbage name. Heck yeah. Uh, and Simon was with us, and um, I'm standing up. We had to take all the weapons. The Sabres had to go and take all the weapons from all the heapsters. Yep. And um, I'm up front, just luckily I've been up front a lot. They just, yeah. you know, you walk out and they, they and know, you hear you, they, yeah. they know who they want to look. They not, not saying that I'm the look, the costume or whatever. Yeah, no, no. So no. they put, you know, you know, people where they, where they want them. So I'm standing up front. We had a crossover camera and grab rifles and come back. And um, then we handed those rifles off to people behind us because we're holding our own guns. Yeah, right. And uh, so we, this is like. 104 degrees outside. It's just miserable. In Georgia. It, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's nasty. I mean, like, you got swamp butt. Yeah, I mean, it, it's horrible. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there with my rifle, and the, I guess one of the assistant directors come over, and he said, Let me ask you a question. And I'm like, Okay. All right. You know, yeah. He said, um, Do you handle rifles much, weapons? I was like, yeah, I do. Daily. <laughs> Daily with my full-time job. Yeah. He goes, I can tell. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I've been sitting back here behind the monitors watching you. And he said, you know what you're doing. And I yeah. said, well, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they watch. I mean, they... I mean, they pay attention to the things, small details. Well, that, get, that that gave some realism because it, it, yeah. being a, a gun toter for years myself, yeah. when I watch shows, I'm like, that's, yeah, that's, that's jacked up, bro. You don't do that stuff. Yep. But then watching this, I'm like, yeah, that guy, Yeah, you can he tell, knows what he's doing. Yeah, Even though tell. I know he knows what he's doing, if yeah. I didn't know it was Adam, I'm like, that guy knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, you can tell who's had the training. And, yeah, and who's just standing there. <laughs> real big on continuity. Like, real big on continuity that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, always taking pictures before and after scenes to make sure – Costumes. You've not got this in the right. Yeah, you know, I've got it in the right hand. Yeah, you're holding guys your with left gloves hand. on, and they took them off after a break and come back, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you got to put your gloves back on." See, that's cool. Yeah, that they put that much attention because oh, they, they know do. fans pay attention mm-hmm. to every little thing. I mean, well, I mean, wasn't a Starbucks coffee cup left on a table like another? Yeah, show. yeah that's right. I mean, yeah, I like another. Show. <laughs> well, there's been times like you were saying, like with the gloves, like you know how you 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 have like the camera switch sides, and you see somebody, and like okay, he's got gloves on in this one, then you see him, mm-hmm. he doesn't have gloves on. Then he doesn't. I mean, like, it has its flaws. I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I, I but they really try. Yeah, they try. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, we're gonna let Adam get back to his table, so because uh, I think they're gonna release the the people playing games. So I'm sure there'll release be some the people cracking. up here that are fans. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna release the Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, brother, for coming oh, on definitely. with us, man. We really appreciate that. Thank yeah, thank you. All. Uh, all right, thanks. Uh-huh. Hey guys, you know if you've been listening to the show a lot, you know that we went up to beautiful Sevier County and and talked to uh, Market Tollguard. Yes. 
And we got him with us today here you at uh, Rockstop Game Con. He's got come down and set up a booth and uh, selling some of his wares. But uh, you know, one of the things we liked most about that episode, and we actually got quite a bit of feedback, is is the world that you built for, oh, for your D and D. How is that going for you? How's it? You still run that campaign, or? Uh, well, no. I, I mean, I've been busy with the store, but uh, I, I think I'm right at the point where I'm about to start up a campaign b- at both stores. Like, I'm gonna oh my goodness! Them. Yeah, because like I've got two gaming communities, and they both want a, a piece of of the story. So I'm I'm gonna have to like if I start one, I have to start both. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. One, uh, it's literally one on one side of the mountain and one on the yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm not I'm not gonna try and do them concurrent or or anything like that. But uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm building a group at both locations, and, and I'll pull the trigger around the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Is it, you starting on, like, level one kind of thing? And, and Yeah, I, I, I already, you know, for this next campaign, I've been kind of milling over it for the last, like, six months. I've got a really good story. Uh, and, like, right, like I keep telling people that are, like, p- potentials, I'm like, yeah, within the first five minutes of that campaign, you're going to have some serious questions about what's, what's going on. So <laughs> that's my tagline. I'm like, yeah, uh, believe what you will. <laughs> That's cool. Well, we we really and he talks about Wes talks about your. Oh, your, I love, I, I love the, the 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 different realities and yeah. and like the fact that the the whole place phases in and out. You know, you know what we're gonna do is is what we're gonna talk about here. Right? Somebody just Chad's for, door. Yeah, just for a minute. I gotta turn that down <laughs> for just a minute. Is, is we're gonna come up here and it's in a couple weeks or something. It's some yeah, soon. Weeks, yeah. We're gonna come up and we're gonna talk to him and another one of your one of your guys or one yeah. of your buddies yeah. about board games. Oh, and yeah. because these guys do a lot of board games selling, a lot of board game playing. And and our episode, I guess it was two way back in the day, was about board games. And we're idiots when it comes <laughs> comes yeah, to board games. So we're bringing in a couple experts. So look forward to that. I really really do. So I think that's gonna be kind of cool because. I, I know so, you're yeah. big into it, and you like some obscure games yeah. as well. Like I always like to challenge the, the customers coming in. They're like, "Have you played this game?" Yes, I've played that game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes and this uh, is how you play. It. Uh, yeah, yeah, occasionally someone will be like, "Yeah, I just played a demo copy of this from the creator. You know, it hasn't been released." I'm right. All right, I haven't played that because I haven't yeah, well, been. Right. You know, you got me on that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but most of the time they don't yeah. have him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you've got. Um, uh, you said you had an anniversary thing coming on going yeah, on at the yeah, store. Yeah. So. so Technically, it's two days from now, but we wanted to do it when we weren't at a con. <laughs> so uh, on the fourth, uh, uh, we're doing our one-year anniversary party, uh, and so that's gonna that's gonna be you know apart from the the hey come party with us, uh, we'll have um, uh, drawings uh, you know for for free stuff. We got like hundreds of dollars in free stuff, awesome. um, and we're gonna have huge sales. Uh, we just like I guess a month ago had our five-year anniversary of the first store. So it was, it was interesting that they. I mean, I mean, we wanted them both to be the same day, but we got sort of sidetracked with right. getting a location. So they're a month apart, but yeah. So this one coming up, that's the Severeville store. Right, uh, yeah, Pigeon Forge. Pigeon, yeah. Or Pigeon yeah. Forge store, mm-hmm. technically Pigeon Forge store. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so what's the um, what's the details on that as far as like times and things uh, like so that? So it, it'll be it'll be the uh, you know the party will be the entire time we're we're there. Um, but if you want snacks and, and probably a shot at the drawings, I, I want to say we'll probably cut off uh, door prize entries around 5. So between 11 and 5 is... is oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we already warned our listeners about this episode and the speaker that's literally over our head. So. Super. <laughs> Super, yeah. We'll talk over them. But yeah. So you, this is going to be a celebration of your, of the uh, Pigeon Forge store and yeah. your first year there? I mean, our, awesome. Yeah, our one year. Yep. Uh we made a year, so hey, that's, no, that's awesome. great. No, that's great. Yeah. 
Do you, uh, do you got new dice this year? Uh, so we ordered the next color. Yeah. Um, but because it's it's con season, uh, it's oh, always like ten busy, I guess, weeks. Right. I. I want to say we ordered about four or five weeks, so we're probably still a month away. But yeah, we have a color coming. So, yeah, but, but nice. you, you've got the most recent one, which the, is the like blue, a, the blue one. Blue still, one, yeah, yeah, I got one of those yeah. sitting on my desk today. He actually yeah. does. It's I, sitting I do. on, it's, it's on sitting top on my of desk. The, yeah. yeah, and we're selling them here today. <laughs> oh, you've got them here today too. So that's yeah. A, those are cool. well, I think those point, are cool, man. We're those trying to run cool. out of them now because we, we. I told all my staff we don't put the new color out till we're out of the the current. So we got to buy this one so we can get the new one out. Oh, they're neat though too because. He's got he's got their logo on the number on the one on the one which yeah. is and you told that story before but I uh, think it's really fun. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I think the original one. I don't know why we picked one, but we're committed now to it because you you have to be consistent. So yep. <laughs> no, and I think that's really neat. But but another thing is like go up there, go to I mean, if go earlier, I mean, he, he'll probably accept you every day coming to the store, right? Uh, but if yeah. you if you want to come up, if you've never been. Uh, maybe the anniversary party day is a great day to go. And yep. while you're there, pick up, you know, one of those dice and throw it in your dice bag because it's really cool. And it's a, it's a local business, you know, one here or one is in Pigeon Forge, one in North Carolina. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that's and just you're, And you're doing events at both stores because I know I, 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 I see stuff and it's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, guys, this is what's going on this week. And I know we try to share that and get it out there, but uh, that's yeah. cool that there's that you're trying to do something all the time for, for your customers. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it, it's always been community-driven. So, I mean, you really need to give people reasons to show up. Uh, now, yeah, pitching forward, it's a little bit harder to get in there when it's crowded, and we, we get that, but we're trying. We're still trying to get stuff Well, going. one thing about the location where you're at, though, is you're off the main road. And and I yeah. think that's good because I've come up to the store before, and, and as long as, as, long as you yeah. can get to that first road to be able to turn to get get over there, you're golden. Then nobody's over there, <laughs> so you can pull right. Well, in even there. that's changing. We uh, I think it's been a month now, uh, but Flavor Town opened across the street. That's been drawing a lot of people. What in is the, that? Uh, that's um, uh, Guy Ferrari's. Oh, new store. okay. Yeah, so it's like a. A combination restaurant, bowling alley, arcade. Oh, uh, well, then there you go. Yeah. You can go to Tolgard. You can go over there and do that. Also down the street is uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Company right. place. So you can yeah. hit that. You can just make a whole day out of it right there oh, and, stay, and stay the off of, stay off the main uh, the main tourist drag if you want to do something else. But, right. but, but Tolgard's a cool store. It's laid out really nice there. I haven't, haven't been to the North Carolina store, but I do want to go over there. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll take a road trip over there we sometime and check that. it out because I would like to see that the other store. But I do like that one and, and yeah. taking the family up there to that store store before and it's really cool but so so what is what's the hot item added coming out of your store right now uh so just today released the new pokemon set that's that'll probably we'll see some movement on that um uh we're about a month into the new magic set um yeah i, I mean a lot of the ccgs they're always just pumping out new things so yeah. we, we never quite get a chance to be like yeah this is an old product because <laughs> <laughs> there's always something new but, uh, uh, you know, as far as like the the board games, there's always some new hot game coming out. Um, uh, but but even there, there's so many manufacturers, it's hard to keep track of which one's the newest. Yeah. Um, well, but your store kind of you, you got you guys carry a good chunk of a bunch of different gaming things. I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like you're a very focused in one particular area, uh, which is probably good, especially for the yeah. location that you're at. Well, I you know, it doesn't matter how how wide we go on that it always seems do you have comics no we have no we have no room for comics and, or video games right you know, right but, right but yeah uh, oh and one other one other product that 
I, I think you guys would probably be interested in um, Whiz Kids, which does the, yeah. the unpainted minis. They did the frameworks. I've Have you seen, seen those. those. Like, is, Have you seen those? I've not seen the frameworks. So, so, it's a cool product. You know, it's, it's their unpainted minis, but like, uh, it, it they they come like on sprues, so you could like decide what weapons. They oh, have okay. There's heads. options. Yeah, there's, there's options. options like, so not every one of them is the same. I've have seen so many people be like, oh, I really like this. It's it's the right class. It's the right you know race. Uh, well, that's one know, of the things when you're, it doesn't have a battle axe. Yeah, <laughs> when, you're, when you're when you're making your character. Yeah. you know, unless you go to something like Hero Forge or something, you know, you kind of yeah. got to go with whatever they've got. But I've That's seen some cool of them. That you can that you can do they're that. They're neat, dude. You need to check those out. And, There's actually and been you're a couple carrying of those in the shop. We do, yeah, and and they go pretty big. We've got like um, you know beholders where you could switch out, you know, like whether it's undead or oh yeah, yeah the eye stalks uh, a different way, yeah. But yeah. uh, and the best thing is like if you start buying a lot of those, you could you could kit mash, you know, like absolutely. If you buy, if you buy one and you're like, okay, I didn't use this sword, it will work. I was about to say, I had not thought about yes, that. Yes, that, that was the first Keep thing popped in my head. Thing. I was like, Honestly, yeah. Honestly, you get a, a good enough uh, kind of glue, you can, you can make anything work, though. So Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're talking custom, custom figures here. That's pretty cool. So, Tollguard's got them in stock. That's and awesome. I know there's a bunch of them, too. They, they, yeah. They, they've really released a bunch of uh, them. I think we got at least one of every character option and then as many of the monsters as we could afford <laughs> uh, because, you know because that it's like okay i don't really need a you know a lizard giant with x you know <laughs> right you don't need go so for many the big ones like beholders yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and stuff like that all right yeah. cool well it, it, this if you're listening to this show when it airs the very first time which will probably be monday it, the date for their their party and, and celebration is june 4th is I, that I think it's the it's yeah. whatever that Saturday is. So it, it'll Wednesday, be so if it's Thursday, this uh, at the third, no, the, the fourth. fourth yeah, the fourth, it'll be yeah. uh, June the fourth, twenty twenty-two. Like I said, Jed, June the fourth. That's what he said. Gosh, ah. <laughs> June the fourth, twenty twenty-two. Store opens at eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. Yeah, you're gonna cut off uh, prizes yeah. probably somewhere around five. Uh, yeah, just because like with the the Silva store, like we had so many people waiting for the drawing. Yeah, uh, so we we didn't want to. Make, make people wait. wait till closed because yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah. like half half the people left right after the yeah, drawing right, after they right. really yeah, yeah. so yeah, maybe well, we should a, have it later yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so get, go up there check that out uh, follow their uh, their Facebook they're very active on on listing yeah. events that they're doing and things on like that because we shared that kind of kind of stuff too so make sure you go check that uh, stuff out and uh, tell them the nerdy old men sent you when you go up there so and he's Absolutely. got he's got one of our posters somewhere so yeah I no I like a lot of people do ask about where the name came from I'm like okay we have an episode go listen to it because that's it, good I don't I mean I don't mind talking but like it's it's already been recorded so yeah and and we it's appreciate that because that episode, pushes us and yeah. it really it really is a good one and we'll touch a little bit on that the next one we have but we're gonna talk yeah. to Mark and uh, and your buddy is Thomas who? Thomas yeah. Thomas about board games and yeah. I'm looking forward to that because I I, I, I like that stuff uh, my son picked up uh, airplanes. And it's yeah. a simple little board game. And it was pretty fun. So I like that kind of that kind of stuff. And it's a little break from what I'm normally <laughs> used to playing. So we're going to check that out. So, hey, man, thanks for coming by and talking yeah. with us today. And we're looking forward to hearing a few weeks to, to come do the other. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah. Hey, guys, as always, you know, we're uh, grabbing people as they walk by. But uh, we recognize this fella. He's one of our buddies from Tollguard. How are you, man? I'm doing Introduce good. Introduce yourself to our fans again. Uh, my name is Cortland. Yep. I'm the store manager at the Pigeon Forge location for Tollguard Games. 
and we just recently spoke to Mark. Yes, we did. And uh, he says you guys got uh, an anniversary thing coming up. We do. Yeah, and he, he was talking about like, giveaways and all kinds of neat stuff up there. So said something <clears throat> about you buying pizza. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no one yeah. pizza. I, don't, I don't know. He I don't said know. something about that. He said he's going to bring some down here too. But I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's like, I don't know, man. Uh, Let me just call pizza. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than managing the store up there, which it, it is, is is obviously a, an important thing, especially in that area. Well, let me before I get to that, man. How is it? Uh, how how is it building the uh, the the business base there in, in Pigeon Forge. I mean, it, it, you guys didn't have anything like that there until you until you guys opened up. Mm, it was an interesting experience. Like, uh, so Pigeon Forge, if you don't know, is a really touristy area. Like, yeah. you get all kinds of people from all over the world, mostly the U.S. But, um, like, it's kind of hard to figure out like what products to get, what what quantity of that product to get, and stuff like that. Because most tourists are like. They don't know what they're going to get. They're just they're just for window shopping. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you're not going to get a lot of locals out there. Yeah, because so of the traffic and stuff mm-hmm. like that, too. But <clears throat> So it's kind of hard to gauge, like, what exactly we need and what we don't need. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a great store, and we love yeah. being up there and stuff. We had, a, we had an absolute blast, and we're looking forward to going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard talk. about that. Yeah, so we're going up <laughs> talking. So you've been, uh, you've been manning the booth down there with Mark, but uh, mm-hmm. what uh, – what are you guys seeing happen down there? I mean, you said you said you sold a pair of earrings earlier, but uh, you've been walking around and stuff too. Have you seen some pretty neat stuff going on around here? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of similar samey stuff yeah. from like the earrings and the crafts and yeah. stuff like that. Like uh, our consignment guy, he does the dice trays and whatnot. There's a lot of similarities between the booths. Um, the one thing that really stands out to me is what was it? Um, a lot of the 3D printing ones. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Wes is a uh, is an amateur uh, 3D yes. printer, and, and yeah. uh, so he's getting excited about that kind of stuff. So, yeah. It's like I saw cool. over uh, in the far uh, right corner on the other side, there's uh, the Pokemon 3D printing. Really? I didn't yeah. see that. I didn't see that. There's, like, some Pokeballs. And some no, Joe. Yeah, we have to go over there and take that out. So, <laughs> so what's, uh, what, what in, this, in the shop up there now is interesting to you? What are you, what are you playing or doing right now other than managing the store uh i'm mostly a magic player yeah that's what i like to do um that's what a lot of our community does right now it's D as well occasionally yeah right, right. we're gonna I'm, work on that i think we yeah. talked about that once before how you, how you really need to step your game up and start yeah. playing some <laughs> <laughs> like, well i mean you get you can get your uh, your feet wet using the the D magic cards right right yeah so you can learn some of that, that uh way. speaking of which like um there's a new commander set, like four commander players and stuff like that, but it's uh, Commander Legends Baldur's Gate. So all of the sets themed around Baldur's Gate and Baldur's all that Gate. stuff. Squeaky wheel gets, gets the, the kick. kick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming out here pretty soon. Yeah, June 10th, I believe. So, yeah, that that's kind of like ever since Forgotten Realms, that's kind of been like my foray really into like a deep dive into D&D. Well, that's out. what I was about to ask is, yeah. I said, have, have you seen any of that <clears throat> transition from ma- magic players picking up these cards and moving towards, you know, learning some more stuff about D&D? Obviously, you you have some, so I was mm-hmm. just wondering if, it, if it's kind of a thing that's happening to other people. Uh, I would say yes. Yeah. Um, also, vice versa, too, like uh, D&D players are getting into magic because... Magic has the D&D property. Okay. And then... 
<clears throat> didn't you say that, that you used to like look at magic cards because I, I love the artwork on it because the only art that we had back in the day with D&D is what was in the TSR books yes well if it was not in the PHB the monster manual didn't I, get to see it we didn't get to see it and and I mean I have a lot of respect for, for these artists and their imagination and you can take you know okay, we've got this character and it's just a bunch of words that you can draw this picture and bring it to life and that, that I always thought that was the cool thing about the magic cards was the picture on it and just the artwork was amazing. And and those trading card games are like a big thing. I mean they have been yeah. for a long time, right? Magic is oh, yeah. magic and Pokemon have kind of been the big the big dogs around, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of other stuff going on. I know uh was a fire and something is there's one of them. Bone and blood or yeah, fire, fire and blood. blood. Uh, like flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one, that, of them, one of them, yeah, one of them fire and blood things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When you said blood, I'm like, yeah, it's probably flesh and blood. Yeah, <laughs> one of them fire and blood things. Yeah, you know that. But <laughs> ramble, ramble, ramble. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a pretty cool thing, though. It, it, but it seems like uh, um, these collector yeah. card guys and, and, and ladies are like, I mean, you're, you know, kind of a hometown person to one particular thing. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean do you play any games other than, other than Magic as far as card games? Games. Uh, as far as card games, I do play Pokemon every so often. I haven't like recently played it just because I've fallen off. Like, yeah. So, back well, he's busy running a store, Chad. Yeah, I mean, and playing and playing yeah. uh, Magic and yeah. learning about D and D. Yeah, no, I know it's busy. This is true. Uh, but uh, I started playing Pokemon back in high school, and I'm I'm a younger yeah. guy, so like 2011 was like the start of my high school. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so way back then, way, to, to way back time, then in 2011. <laughs> but yeah i started started that up and then i've been playing for about a decade yeah kind of falling off of that mostly because it's just very linear i haven't had like the the drive to actually play it anymore okay it's just kind of falling off (laughs) what would be your um your favorite pokemon that's a hard one yep yeah that's that yep Bubbles are. I don't know. Charizard. No. <laughs> Squirtle. Uh, I'd probably go to my safe choice and say uh, Psyduck. <laughs> okay, yep. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know a whole lot about Pokemon, but I did play uh, uh, played a lot of Pokemon Go with the kids. Oh, okay. yeah. And, yeah, and that's a pretty fun game because it kind of gets you adventurous. You know, you actually got to physically move around and do stuff like that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. In, in Magic, though, uh, it, as we close out here, what what is coming up in Magic the Gathering that you're excited about? Um, I'm definitely excited for Baldur's Gate, mostly because the Lightning Bolt's getting another reprint. So, it, if you don't know, it's a very classic card in the world of Magic. It was from the Alpha set. It's oh. just like a red instant. You just deal three damage to any target. And <laughs> so that's it's just and a, it's a classic. So, if you didn't get it from the first set or buying it after the market, yeah. you just don't have it, right? So now it's coming back out again. Yeah. So, ah, that's well, pretty it, cool. It's a pretty common reprint, but it's just always a classic. I just like. <laughs> That's cool. It's like my. It's kind of like Fireball. It's um, with Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it never goes out of style. Yeah. Or a Magic Missile or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> yeah. all right. Uh, fun facts: Magic Missile is becoming a pet card of mine too. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, they made it in the uh, Forgotten Realm set. Yeah. So, uh, you know how like you don't have to roll to actually hit. Right. Magic, yeah. You, you just go for it. Like so, in Magic, they translated that it can't be countered. So, oh, like, so it just hits. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on that wizard with your counter spell. (laughs) (laughs) Get it anyway. But Baldur's Gate, very excited for that. Um, In September, I'm really excited for uh, Dominator United, which is the next standard set in their um, in their lineup of magic sets. And uh, 
what they're going to do is go back to the D- Dominaria is the main plane. Like that's like the history of magic is built on Dominaria. All like, right. All it's and that set is like starting its thirtieth anniversary for oh, wow. uh, Magic the Gathering. So they're just kind of like all accumulating it to like a f- ep- finale. For, uh, wow. Like the story they've been spanning for well, that's cool for so long. <clears throat> now we and we gotta we gotta do full disclosure here. Yeah. Corlin's one of our friends. Yes, he, he's yes. one of our friends, and and he's wearing <laughs> one of our purple T-shirts today too. So I was like, we, you've got to when you when you can break away from so your we job. Kinda, we kind of stole him for when, a few from, minutes. From you break away from your job, show. you got to come down here and give yeah. us a little bit of. <clears throat> and that's one of the things with with our show that we got. I don't know anything about magic. I am not a magic this, player, but this man does. So when we got magic questions. Corlin is our subject matter can, expert. Or if, if you can't get you know, your go information, to the go to the Pigeon Forge store. Go to the Pigeon go Forge to, store, to store at Tollguard. <laughs> Great place. We talked to Mark earlier. There's a lot of stuff around there, so you can kind of have a like a whole day out of it. But, uh, well, what's but cool stop about, by. What's cool about the store up there is y'all got a gaming area. Yep. There's tables. He'll sit down and play with you. Yep, he'll t- and, and, and he'll teach you how to play. And, he, and the guy, like I said, he he is he is our adopted subject matter expert for Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yes, that is. But his, he can put that on his business cards: manager of Tollguard Games, SME for the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. There you go. In Magic the Gathering, but it's a long title, but it's, it's a cool. Title. Title. <laughs> it is a title. It's a cool title. <laughs> but he knows a lot of stuff, Chad. Uh, oh gosh, what? How much does he not know? We're about to find out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he was hoping we wouldn't do that because we've done it before. Oh, no, we're going to do oh, it. It's like they can't possibly do it again. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's our show. We can do whatever we want to. That's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with a couple. Oh, okay. Well, this this is one that's always fun. Uh, what's what's your favorite sci-fi TV show? Star Wars all the way. It's got to be. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. you know, there could be no other. There can be no other. There can be only one. Wait a minute. Wait Across a minute. the stuff, that's too much, not, yeah. That's not science. <laughs> right. so, science so you, fantasy. You know, we talked about the first time we talked to you a while back. Um, yeah. we, we talked to you about D&D a little bit, and yes, you do know a lot about Magic the Gathering, but you you we're working on your education for, for the yeah. other stuff. So, from what you've learned so far, what is your alignment? What is Cortland's alignment? So... It's chaotic neutral. He just he's, he's a crazy. Man. He's, he's a madman. <laughs> <laughs> he hides it very well though. <laughs> like I seem like a straightforward guy. Like I, I ever think together. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all over the place. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything, Everything is fine. Everything's fine. It's all okay. It's all okay. I'm just shaking. <laughs> I'm <in> danger. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll hit him with the. You know, the classic. Does pineapple go on a piece of Cortland? Sometimes. Oh, no. We got a wishy washy oh, answer. Oh, no. I think that was my answer last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't changed. We will no. accept that from Cortland because okay, he provides okay. us so much of it. <laughs> for, for extra context, as long as it doesn't also involve jalapenos, because there's one time where I accidentally picked up one of my friend's pizzas without even thinking about what it was. And there's also a jalapeno. I'm like, ooh. Jalapeno and. Yeah. I actually watched a YouTube video yesterday <laughs> with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, and they were asking them questions similar to what we do here. And they were sitting. And were they, they, and they, us? they asked if pineapple was on a pizza. Okay, I'm I, trademark infringement. Write that down. Write that down. I'm coming after you, man. And, 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 and they chose. And they chose. Uh, they they both said yes, but uh, um, Hay- Hayden was like he had had it with uh, with uh, jalapenos. 
Well, you figured he'd want his, you know, like spicier, burning Which hot. Seemed yeah, very odd, you know. Very, very, very odd. Spice so. is not my forte at all. Yeah, no, no, no that tears me up. It's awful. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, Corley, man, thanks, dude, for coming Contact by. Contact. Thank you, for Disney. Disney. Yeah, he's writing a note. Contact the mouse. So <laughs> make Solo Two happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Solo Two now. All right, man. Thanks, brother. See <laughs> Hey, all you awesome nerds, we're we're hanging out here with Brett from Lazy Dog Studios, and he's going to tell us a little bit about all the cool things he's got down at his booth here at uh, Rocky Top Game Which Con. I was excited to see when we came by there, because before the end of the weekend, I am going to get a, uh, a paintbrush holder I am from too. him, because uh, that's actually ideal for my workspace, because it's small enough to hold all of them in a compact little area. Right Chad's got like this cup that's just like kind of crammed full. It's massive, and, and I got all of them just kind of laying all over it, so <laughs> you're going to help I, me out. <laughs> I had a spinny little thing with, within it until I made them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. So, so tell us about your, your shop, man. Well... Started out about a year ago. The, the idea was to make terrain that I wanted to put on my table that people could afford because terrain's expensive, right. it's hard to find, and it doesn't look good. And then it morphed into making paintbrush holders, paint racks, anything else I can think of. Because other than the war gaming, also do like airplanes and cars yeah. and models. So branches out, do that. I've had people. Asked me about, hey, can you make me a rack to store my essential oils or my craft paints? Absolutely. Or, you know, I'm yeah. like, oh, of course I can. <laughs> yeah. so, you want it, I can do it. Yeah. yeah, so now it's just that. It's a lot of fun. You know, kind of a side hustle type thing. It's yeah. taking over all my free time for doing the hobbies. But, right. you know, well, love doing it. So yeah. this kind of um, morphed out of your personal hobby. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's just like, I need something, so I'm going to make it. I mean, see, that's, that's, that's great. great. I though, love because that stuff. I know as a cosplayer, there's a lot of times it's like, man, I really need this to be able to do a certain thing. And you're like, okay, how am I going to do it? And, you know, I know, Chad, like, you, you've done, like, you know, do a plan or something. You know, you take, oh, I'll take this punch bowl handle and cut the handle off. And you, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, to make sure, yeah, to make uh, props <laughs> Curve, and stuff. Yeah. So you, um, your products are um, made out of what and what yeah. you, and how, how do you go about creating your, your so, product? Almost everything I have is made out of MDF, which paints really well, cuts mm-hmm. well. Cut it on a industrial laser, and I will say that I was it, jealous of that. Well, <laughs> I will say when it got delivered, and it's got this big red emergency stop button on it, the grin <laughs> just went ear yes. to ear. I'm like, yeah, danger, <laughs> dangerous. I love danger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've screwed around with 3D printers. You know, I've been techie, you know, for a long time. But that came in, dropped that. I was like, oh. Oh yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like Tim Allen on yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, we're First good thing now. he does is, you know what this laser needs? A little more power. Yeah, I got to put something in it and cut. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. And you're local, right? Yeah, I'm down in Chattanooga. Okay, we, yeah. we, moved, we moved from Houston in uh, December of 2019, right before the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Oh. Into the good side down. of the country, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got away from seven and a half million people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Chattanooga's a good town. Yeah, yeah it's we, a good town. we love it. All right. east, east, well, I guess that's technically Middle Tennessee. But no, it's East Tennessee. Is, is it still East Tennessee? It's still yeah, on yeah. East Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, this is just the greatest place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah my dad east. moved to uh, Merville. So I yeah, know how to Merville. say it. I right know how to say it. Right. <laughs> Following my stepsister and stuff, and we had visited a couple of times, and it's just like, yeah, it's mountains, it's trees. Yeah, let's, let's, we're getting out of in love with it. Yeah, yeah you get all four seasons here. But. Yeah, well, you don't have hot, not quite as hot. Yeah, and always humid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
What What's like your best-selling product, you think? Honestly, what, what do people like the most? Honestly, I thought my terrain would be the best-selling, but it's the paint racks. They sell like crazy. I got an Etsy shop, Lazy Dog Hobby Studios on Etsy. Yeah, I'll we'll, throw out the plug. We'll, we'll put some links on our, on our social media for you, too. <laughs> but I sell paint racks like nobody's business. I'm going through 60, 70 a month. That's wild. Awesome. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it because – Started off last July with the Etsy shop and slow and slow and slow. And now it's like, okay, I'm ordering, you know, 250 sheets of wood, you know, every two weeks. Wow. You know, I'm like, can't believe it. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is awesome. And the and lumber cost hasn't affected you too no, much. No, I would actually, imagine actually, on NDF it's yeah, probably not bad. Yeah, right? actually, I can't complain. I haven't had a problem getting it, and the price hasn't gone up. So oh, that's was, great. now, next time I go to order, yeah, probably no, we'll work on our wooden heads for you over here. So, <laughs> but that's great though. You came up with a product that that people need, and I know we were talking yesterday. Like, you you can customize. Oh yeah, that. I've had people go, "Hey, can you make one this size?" And I said, well, "Give me the diameter of what you want, and I'll do it." I've made some lady wanted some store glitter and i'm like okay it, it took a couple of tries you know but worked with her and she wanted to you know have thing to put glitter on the shelf and i'm like okay you know whatever just another another but what it seems is like your creations uh that you came out of for your hobby is now helping all kinds of hobbies oh yeah which is so cool is yeah that i mean yeah people you know it works you know they paintbrush you know I don't know how many people that I can guarantee you aren't in this hobby have bought paintbrush racks. Yeah. You know, and like by one of them, it's like, okay, I'll charge $3. You send me your logo and I'll put the logo on the paintbrush yeah. rack. You know, and I'm like, I know so somebody is getting a logo. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that one right there would be good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, well, $3 isn't worth it because I've got to do editing yeah, and everything yeah, else. Yeah. And something, you know, it's like, whatever though, you know, it makes people happy. You know, so I had a lady this past week. She ordered one. She said, I should have talked to you before order because it doesn't fit. And I'm like, well, I figured out what size. And I just sent her the, the replacement Place shells. Yeah, yeah. Hey, just go. Just take it. Really? I'm like, it's no skin off my back. Yeah, well, you, you make know? it be blabby. I mean, yeah. and, and that, that's a good business, and that's a good um, – I mean, yeah, you're you know you're making money off of it, but you're also it's a community building kind of a yes. thing, and yeah. and we've discovered that talking to all types of business owners and craftsmen and, and, and artists that uh, that's part of it. Exactly, you yeah. know, make make the people happy. There's no point in being yeah. a jerk, you know, trying to gouging or anything. You know, well, because you're a, you're a hobbyist yourself, so you understand. You, would, you wouldn't yeah. want to be treated that way right. for yeah. your kind of stuff. So yeah, I had, I had some guy on a Facebook group that lasers like. These people that, you know, say they're doing it a side job and are selling things low, you know, y'all are killing us and everything. And I come find right like, I'm selling my stuff at what market is. Yeah, it's yeah. a side job, but, you know, I'm not going to sell it for more because nobody will buy it. Or exactly right. And, and nobody, nobody here is making the same thing, so. I mean, you know. <laughs> whatever, man. I mean, yeah. you can be mad about it if you want to, but I'm, I'm doing my thing. It's yeah, just, you know, exactly. it's just how it is. You know, compete or don't. Yeah. But, so what, what is your hobby interest? Uh, I mean, what, what, what games you play? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Yesterday up here in off times, we were playing the new uh, Game of Thrones uh, Song of Ice and Fire mini game. Okay. Which is phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Now, I can't make any terrain for it because it's just all flat, but, I, you know, it's, it, it's phenomenally, it's fun. Do 40K. 
about to buy the 30k boxes just because <laughs> I can't reset. <laughs> Alpha Legion's calling my name. <laughs> I like it. What? So, got Star Wars, haven't ever played. Got Legion? A, Legion, oh God, haven't I love ever played. Dude, I haven't love Legion. I, I'm very new at it, but <laughs> but, but I, I went, I'm going away from Warhammer because, one, there wasn't a whole lot of people to play with, but um, I liked Legion better because there's no math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I might I mean, like it a lot, oh, too. You, it, it is because the dice, it's either, it's either a, you roll to hit, and then you know, if I'm hitting your guys, I roll three hits. If you roll three blocks... You don't get it. Yeah. I mean, there's no math conversions or nothing. So it, it's good for an old guy that doesn't like math. Yeah. So <laughs> you also have AOS stuff. Never played AOS. Right, yeah. So I got lots of unpainted minis. <laughs> but you're a miniature, um, uh, like a war game kind of guy. Oh, I like war games. But then I also do scale airplanes. Yeah. You know, do some Gundam, so around that. Ooh. I like to golf, but yeah. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Used to RC car race, which has brought me to actually the racetrack that was right by okay. here right. a couple of times when we lived in South Carolina, but don't do that anymore either. It's Honestly, I got into it following my son. All right. I went to a game workshop to buy a knight to build as a model and paint, Right. and he got interested in the game, and I'm like, you know what? Let's he do wants it. To, I want to do it because, you know, hey, I want to keep going as long as I can. When, as long as he wants to keep me around doing something with him, you know, yeah, that's, I will. Yeah, that's cool. So that I'm is like, awesome. You know, and I love it. You yeah. Know, make friends. You know, that, that was kind of the thing. We moved to Chattanooga, found a game store there, just started playing in a league when everything shut down. And it's like, now, yeah, okay. Now, you know, back up. It's, you know, good to get out and stuff like that. Now, yeah. I, But now it's like, okay, time? I haven't played 40K in a few weeks because I haven't had any time getting ready for the show and everything. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm glad that we were invited as a guest here to record, or I would have felt bad about not getting my butt kicked in the in the oh, Star Wars Star Legion Tour tournament today. I'm like, I just don't know if my ego can handle that kind of stuff. But, yeah. you know, this guy, he, he's he's good. He's good at creating some, some – There's a lot of neat things, and the fact that you're willing to customize it for people, like, you know – they give you dimensions like well i need something you've got something sort of similar but i need something you know what he i mean like you said that uh he's prepared to create things for for anybody's hobby needs right yep but is he prepared for the nerdy old man rapid fire question session oh oh god (laughs) (laughs) we We love to surprise people what we're gonna do is uh, is we like to do it with some of our guests that are super fun just like you and uh what we're gonna do is is ask you just a just a couple three maybe four simple questions and the first thing that pops (laughs) in simple questions well one of them is very hard the other ones are simple one of them could be life-changing it it could be life-changing so the uh so the first thing that pops into your head sir is all is all you gotta do there's no right or wrong except First for one thing question. Pops in the head, yeah, Metallica. One, yeah, <laughs> that is correct. That is correct, sir. Yes. Well, one one of the questions though, there is a correct answer for. Him. So, okay, yes. Wes, begin. Okay, favorite sci-fi TV show. Sci- favorite sci-fi TV show will have to be probably the original Battlestar Galactica. Ooh, oh, that's yes. good. Huh? All right, you live in the uh, the grim dark future. And you, why is it always uh, going to be grim and dark? Yeah, you can't choose. It's already grim and yes. dark. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you can choose what faction of 40k that you belong to. Yeah. Who would you be? Oh, it'd be the Death Guard, without doubt. There you go. Okay. There was no hesitation. Twenty five hundred points of really well painted Death Guard at the start of ninth to buy my laser. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Oh man. Mm. All right. Hey, you gotta 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 give a little blood to get something. There, there you go. go. All right. Okay, if you get to pick any weapon from sci-fi, fantasy, history, legends, whatever, what are you going into battle with? 
The uh, Warlord Titan. Oh, man. <laughs> There's what I'm talking he's a, about. He's not playing games. <laughs> he's not playing games. Is he breaking out a big gun? All yes, right, he yeah, is. Yeah. Simple one, yet controversial. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. There you go. There absolutely. You go. Bring us home, All Wes. right. Now, this, 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 is one, it. this is the hardest question that we ask, and, and we apologize if it makes you mad, but we really don't. <laughs> uh, right, you can't make me mad. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> does pineapple go on a pizza? Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> he was doing so good. <laughs> that is our all-time regular question. We have been threatened uh, by some of our uh, uh, interviewees that live up north that they will come down and throw us out of a window just for asking them that question. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, man, for coming and see us. Again, where can folks find your products? The, uh, everything is on Etsy. The shop is Lazy Dog Hobby Studios. Lazy Dog Hobby Studios. All one, when you search, is just all one thing together. All there on you Etsy. Go. But you also have uh, you have a Facebook page as well? Yeah, Facebook, like, yeah, Facebook page, but... I'm not a social media person. I got you. I try. But the, but, 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 <laughs> I'm too old to but, be a social media person. The people who use it, they can go there and yeah, yeah, there, you link to like it, that. ask okay. me questions. Anything. Outstanding. All right, thank you so much, man. Thank you, Hope you have a great show. It. Yep. Right. Well, here we are, looking at John. No from attack the, cats. From the warp. No, no guard cats today. Yep. But one of our most popular episodes yes. um, is talking to Mr. John. And uh, he might have some news for us. But, oh, yeah. Well, how have you been, by the way? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. a heck of a booth over there. Thank you. Uh, with a bunch of good stuff in there. I see a lot of people mulling around. And we've talked to um, the representatives from uh, uh, Conquest. Mm-hmm. And you, you're kind of you're kind of sporting those dudes over there. Yeah, I've been really uh, kind of trying to bring Conquest to the forefront. Uh, it's a really good fantasy game. Yeah. And they got cool miniatures. Uh, there's a limited selection compared to... Games Workshop, right? Yep, yep. the big guy, uh, but the value's there, yep. and the game is uh, very streamlined, and if you suck at rolling, it's the perfect game for you. Hey, hey, hey there's one for me. That, that's one for my brother. He, yeah. you know. <laughs> Roll low. That's good. That's right. He'd probably be hitting 20s all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, well, D6 base. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, so he, if he gets 20s, he's cheating. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it past Jay at this point, so yeah. I've taught him well. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Monitoring social media, and we always post repost things about you. You, um, y- your brick and mortar has changed. Yes, uh, nasty divorce with the landlord, and uh, rather not dirty laundry. That we don't need to do that, but yeah, but, but, but it'll it's we, out it's out there. I'm sure people have seen kept up with it. Uh, but we are going to be. Uh, I'm gonna. I actually had some investors lined up, hmm. and we were gonna go ahead and remodel and build the place up and then everything went sideways and uh so the warp is out subsequently the warp as you know it is dead okay uh, i mean past this convention today because gotcha. i didn't rebrand everything before i came here uh but we are going to rebrand okay new name and uh, i've kind of hinted around at it on my page yeah. but i promised you guys the scoop all right. My yeah. favorite podcast. Thank you, man. So you're hearing it here first, folks. That's right. That's right. And uh, hopefully I'll remember what it's called. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, like, we're re- buying a whole new URL and uh, setting up on, you know, going from Clover to Square for 
merchant services stuff, just so much stuff going through my brain this past couple of weeks, moving right. a whole store in under two weeks, and then, then moving all the inventory up here in one day. Right. Yeah. Uh, buy my stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> want to take it out with him. Yes, I, I would like to use my bedroom. <laughs> it's for uh, more storage. So, yeah, yeah, 20% off everything I have. <laughs> Get rid of it. Yes. Uh, but, so, we're going to, there's a couple things I was going to kind of throw and announce with you guys. Uh, so, the rebranding, we don't have the new location yet. Okay. Uh, we were looking, we're scouting some spots. We're going to kind of slow roll, take our time with this a little bit. Um, that way we can be a little better prepared so we hit the ground running as before when I was like oh well I got five dollars in my pocket let me start a business <laughs> um, you know and, and it's been always been in, you know like a struggle up against right. it the whole time right. just always just trying to survive yeah uh, somebody once said that owning a hobby store is like uh, balancing your life on a knife one day you're rich the other day you're bankrupt oh, it uh, just depends yeah. on what side of the knife you're on that day right yeah they also said if you want to make a million dollars in the hobby business, start with $2 million, <laughs> which I get a lot yeah, more now. Yeah. Actually, that was, uh, I want to give credit to that one. That was Walt from Sci-Fi. Oh, Walt, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love Walt. <laughs> so, yeah, and I've, and I've got a pretty good relationship with most of the local stores in the area. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't visit them all frequently because all right. I work a million dollars a day. Uh, all right, anyhow, blah, blah, blah. This isn't like a whole like, and we've got <laughs> ramble, ramble, ramble. So yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, it works. Right. yeah. Cut that. And that's post. what we, that's what we do anyway. Go cut, ahead. Cut that, cut that and post. I'm not interesting. Uh, so, um, CTW is what I've been kind of dropping. CTW, CTW. that stands for Chapter Tactics Wargaming. Oh. And we're gonna be a little more focused going forward, whereas I kind of tried to cater to role-playing and everything else, and I'm going to still carry products and support people come and play D&D. Great. Great. Love right. it. But carrying a whole line of D&D miniatures, not really necessary. Right. Especially when there's other brands out there, miniatures that are actually better. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try, and with 3D prints, yep. because that's something else I started doing for people, is 3D printing models, so you can get your file from, like, Hero Forge, yep. bring it in, I print it, and there you go. There you go, yeah. Um, yeah, because no, that actually, I knew you had some 3D stuff, and I was like, hey, uh, John, have you got resin? You're like, no, sorry, Wes, I don't. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I've got, um, I am up to seven 3D printers now. Nice. Oh, nice. Which is another reason why I need a bigger store, because, you know, half my store is resin printing. Right. Um, and I'm getting better at it. I'm still filming it, man. Everybody always says FDM is the easy stuff to do. No. But that's like saying... I'm going to go to a machine shop and run a CNC machine not knowing anything about a CNC machine <laughs> and somehow make it work. Right. It's, it doesn't work like that. No, jeez. Not that, not that resin is like I just unplugged it and started printing stuff either. But, right. But anyhow, some people are good at one. Some people are good at the other. I don't know anybody that's good at both. I mean, there's I'm sure they're out there, but it's not me. <laughs> you stick with what you know. Yeah. yeah. Do what you know. That's right. So on that topic, here's the second uh, drop for you. So I kind of floated this around to my customers when I was uh, still open. Uh, a lot of people have asked me, hey, do you do lessons? Hey, can you teach me how to paint? Hey, you know, and I'm always, always happy to teach people that stuff. I love doing it. Um, and I still do commission work up to my eyeballs in jobs. Yeah, right. Uh, 
which I've started turning stuff down just because I don't, I don't want people to have to yeah. wait months to get their well, stuff. Well, you want to do quality. We know you, so you right. want to do quality. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to whip it out and be like, here you go. Yeah. You know, like, even if somebody asked me for, like, just give me, like, like the quickest paint job ever, and I, and I just I handed it off. I'm like, eh, I don't even really want to charge you. Just just take it. Just yeah, go right, 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 right. I, mean, I can't put my name on that. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And it wasn't bad. It was just that it just wasn't your quality. Well, it you're, wasn't yeah, you've got, you got high standards, so. Yeah. And the Painting Crusader, of course, is still a thing. Right. That's It was separate from the work from the beginning, so it'll stay that way and it'll still exist. Although it may end up falling under the umbrella of Chapter Tactics at some point. Um, but somebody said to me, you know, when you name the new thing, I want to hear the name and know what you do. And I'm like, you mean like Zaxby's? <laughs> because that screams chicken to me. <laughs> Uh, and they were like, no, like, you know, if I look up wargaming stores, then sure, I'll find you. But if I look up gaming, I could get video games, I could get board games, I right. could get... And I was like, okay, well, my main crowd is and has always been miniature tabletop war games. Yep. Obviously, Warhammer is the biggest, mm-hmm. but, but other ones, you know, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Legion, X-Wing, stuff like that. Yep. So I thought Chapter Tactics is... You know, kind of something that floats floats around the 40k universe, just like the warp did. Um, so it's still keeping in that vein, but it's yeah. its own thing, and it says wargaming now, so it's a little more precise. I like it. Thanks, Karen, for the suggestion. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, we'll give her some cheers yeah. on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's exciting, man. Mm-hmm. And 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 we're looking forward to where when you when you come up with a when you find a brick and mortar place. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. We will come out and, and talk to you on that because that, that'll be exciting. So where can people monitor the progress of this? Because I know you got a ton of fans and a lot, a lot of customers that are that are excited for the next chapter. Yes, I love those people. Man, I'll tell you what, without, without the community I've had, without the people that got added from listening to your podcast. Well, we appreciate that. I mean, man, that, that's everything. That's the whole reason I did this. Well, your show... That episode with you, and that was when we didn't have the good equipment, is still one of the top ten. It's like I think. the top ten. Yes, yeah, in the top ten, listen to episodes, nice. and so we're really glad because we really like you, and we like we loved your story when we were down there, and and you know you, you've taken a negative and you're turning it into a positive, which is a, is an ounce to God. It gets me fired up. I love that. Well, I mean, just and, the, and, have the can't big wait to brass, see you know the big brass ones to, to even go start. Out and start, yeah. let alone say, you know what, you're going to kick me in the head. I'm going to get up and I want to. I'm I picked do a fantastic better. time to start too. Yeah, well, yeah. Like you know, <laughs> COVID. The, the day the day I opened my doors was January 30th, 2020. Right. And then in March, when they did the shutdown, they said, "Okay, so the pandemic started January 30th, 2020. That that was their oh, official geez. day." And I'm like, <laughs> "They're great. Hey, this is bad." <laughs> like I have anniversary of COVID for the rest of my life. Jeez. Uh, but now you're changing it. Yeah, you know, and, you, and you're changing the thing. And you, you said you had some some issues with your your landlord, and that sucks. But you know, I saw a nice quote, and it's applicable to you that uh, you know a, a failure is only permanent when you decide it is. Right. And you've decided it's not. Yeah, my therapist says, "Is that the hill you want to die on?" Yeah, because you can. Yeah, you can stay right there if you want to, or you can just say, "Okay, bye," and it's go fight. Time a to do battle. something different. Yeah, man. And you know that wasn't the battle. I mean, I gotta fight that battle when I have to fight that battle, but yeah. it's. That's not what I'm about, and I'm not going to let some dude squash me because he can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, there's an announcement. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> we, we've been doing that We've told that everybody weekend, on the, the show that, it, you know, just 
Turn the volume down. You know what? Have you guys noticed that Steven kind of, like, when he announces, it's really loud? Yeah. But, like, when you talk to him, he's really quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's holding the microphone too close to someone. Like, even here where I'm sitting at this microphone, I'm like, should I back up? No, with this stuff, you got to love it. But, you know, when I first saw that thing where you had posted on Facebook, I was like, man, dude, no, that sucks. I'm like, but there's no way. I I knew it. it, I was like, John will have a plan. Oh, yeah. I I, said, there's no way he's going to stop with this because I remember talking to you the first time we met you. And I'm like, this guy's fired up. He's going to succeed. Well, I told you then, and I've told many people since, and it's still true. When they asked me my exit plan, I said, in a pine box. Yep. I will be done with this when I decide to be done with it. Yeah. Period. Burn the boats, baby. I, I will. <laughs> I will close it when I'm ready to close. It. And then I think I was. I don't know. I'm have been talking to us or somebody else, and I said, uh, you know, they say a phoenix rises from the yep. ashes. Yeah. We were talking about that. But I'm not content to wait for everything to be ash. I'd rather do it while I'm on fire. There you go. <laughs> oh, I dig that. <laughs> so that's uh, awesome. Yeah. And by the way, as far as the podcast being highly rated, I paid a lot of money for our, all those people to listen to it. <laughs> so, uh, so he's looking for a return well, on hey, We'll take that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they didn't give you any money. Right? I know. But we, yeah, we don't make anything, but I'll take it. Yeah, as long as they're listening. That's all yeah, I, that's I was right. like, go listen to it like every day. Just put it on. Turn the volume down. Don't listen to me anymore. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's always fun to, to talk to people that, that have that drive and are into the same things that you're into. Uh, I mean, you're obviously into it more having a store, and I applaud you because anymore it takes a lot of guts to open up a shop mm-hmm. because you know the internet. You can mm-hmm. get on and, and order stuff, and but that sense of community is lost. Yeah, yeah. And that's that was something that was neat about your shop was you know there was people that well, really and it's, it's going to be there again. Absolutely. It's just in oh, yeah. a different place. Yeah, I, uh, one of the guys I had uh, come over today, Josh, uh, I don't know if you guys got to meet him or not. He's going to be uh, a Vanguard rep for Parabellum for my store, wherever, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. wherever that ends up being. And so he'll run Conquest twice a, twice a month or more. Uh, but he told me last or this morning when he showed up, he's like, you know, hey, me and a bunch of the guys got together, and we're just like, no, 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 no. We This can't stand. I'm like, well, it has to stand. Like, I, I can't, like can't undo it right can't put the the genie back in the bottle but don't worry it's you know you can course correct it's going to course correct it's yeah. exactly and overcome as, as they don't, say don't get me wrong i did i i went home a few times and you know broke a baseball bat over something and just you know was like why is the world crushing me well it's because you're doing your best yeah and and something that's beyond your control mm-hmm. and and that's not cool yeah. But the good, the good folks, you know, some, they, sometimes they say good guys finish last, but that's not really necessarily the truth. It, Unless if you you're do, me, it, it seems if, to you, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't give up, well, you only right, finish last if you quit the race. Yep, that's right. Yeah, as soon as you quit the race, then yeah, you finish wherever you finish. Yeah, the, right, the race ain't done till we're dead. And you're gonna get you're gonna get beat down along the way, and it never fails. I mean, you know, when we started this, we talked about how the banks wouldn't finance me. They're like, yep. oh, whatever, never mind. You gotta yeah. be there open two years. You gotta do all this. You gotta do this. So I jumped through all those hoops, and I go back, and they're like, do you own a house? Well, no. Do you own a car? Well, sure. Well, my wife. Okay, bye. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. You just said I had to have two years tax returns. I got that. Yeah. For the business, we're successful. Look at this: forty percent growth year over year. Uh, yeah, uh, it's too risky. It's like, you know what? You could have just saved everybody the trouble. Yeah. 
but but you're on the right path now though yeah and now i decided that the probably the more prudent method would be to allow investment individual investors own a stake in the company because this is the sort of thing you don't do to get rich mm-hmm. this is what you do because you love it yeah you have the passion you want the discount you want the games yeah. you're, you're not like oh did I make 12% ROI on you know you don't care about that no that, that can't be your drive if it is then go invest in something else right. get some cryptocurrency or something yeah play the lottery I don't know but, but as long as it's feeding you and you like to do it yeah yeah. It, I mean it's the big thing I, I wouldn't say invest your whole life into this and then hope that it pays off. Right. That, that, guy, at the table. that guy gets excited every time he rolls. He, yeah. he does. Well, he's, an orc, he's an orc player. Oh, there uh, you go. If you hear the wog, it's orc. Yeah, okay. Right. I have occasionally heard uh, Blood for the Blood God. But it's, uh, I heard for the Emperor earlier. Oh, so, wow, somebody did that? Yep. yep. Yeah, so, <laughs> sacrilege. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a Necron player, so I don't really care about the Emperor. You know, he's just a golden, did, golden raisin. Did you see the Necron... Uh, uh, terrain kit at the other end of the complex. In, we, the, in the painting contest? No, 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 no. At the very end, there's a guy that, that's 3D printing whole kits oh, of no. terrain, and we interviewed him earlier. It's really cool. You should check it out. It's black and like this fluorescent green, and it's like all in one kit, like a whole table's worth of stuff in one kit, pre-done. So, anyway, no, it's pretty neat. Is it on the top floor? Yeah, yeah it's on it's top floor, right all the way at the end. I, I, I must have missed it when I did my lap. Yeah, but, yeah he's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Is it from Pixel Power? No. No, it's not okay. uh, beside Pixel Power. It is. Um, anyway, we've got to road down, and, and, and we're going to have it in our show notes, too, because yeah. we interviewed them earlier. But. And I haven't gone there yet, Pixel yeah. Power, if you haven't interviewed them. Uh, I know they're a rather new shop, so people out there, go check them out. I know they do card games and 3D printing also. Uh, and he, I've seen his filament prints around, yeah. and they look good. So maybe he's your answer to me not being able to do them for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so the other announcement. Yeah, yes. we forgot about that. <laughs> the Emperor is a golden raisin. No, that's not the announcement. <laughs> we got to get that, that, that chasing rabbits sound. Yes, uh, sound a, the, the rabbit hole, yeah. 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 All right, so, yeah, you, what well, you guys know from the last time, you know, our session, this episode was 45 minutes or whatever, but we probably talked for like 62 hours. <laughs> um, mostly saying nothing. Right. All right, so one of the things, when we were talked about, do I do painting lessons? Do I, can I teach one? I decided I'm going to make a Patreon, and it's going to follow under the Chapter Tactics Wargaming, you know, headline, tag name, or whatever. And uh, I'm going to do the the first big project, and it's going to have a huge giveaway, so this is why people might care. Right. Other than just giving me their money because they like me. That's true. Uh, Which is always good. Um, But... Uh, Imperium Magazine is something Games Workshop released here in the States uh, for the first time. They've done it in Europe and it's been successful, but they finally did it in the States. Basically, it's a subscription base and it has like a, you know, like, here's what a Space Marine is and here's how you build one. Oh, okay. Here's how you paint it, you know, two colors and suddenly you got Golden Demon winning Marines. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Anyhow, but it sends you free models and stuff. Free right. models paints, supplies, various other things. It's a, it's a really, I mean, it's actually one of the best valued Games Workshop things I've ever seen. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, and I've been around that company for probably 30 years. So, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> that, like, it's, if you, the only way it's not worth it is if you just don't want the stuff that right, comes yeah, in the magazine. Yeah, yeah. 
and you could buy individual magazines too. So like, say you're a Space Marine player, and you're like, oh hey, Heavy Intercessors. Yeah. It's cheaper to buy five copies of a specific magazine to get the Intercessors than it is to buy the them box. off the shelf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, most of the guys involved in 40K, if they know about it, they are already scouting, doing it. Yeah. Issues, but on the top of Imperium magazine. So my first project for the Patreon which is going to have, you know, probably all kinds of content. Um, it'll be the paid content initially, and then that stuff will flow over into YouTube after a month or so, which will then be free. Um, but Patreons get the exclusive. Mm-hmm. And also, they're going to be entered for every week that you're involved in the Patreon. You will get an entry. And the Imperial Magazine, I'm going to do unboxing, build and paint, talk about the game for the entire magazine for the year which if you go on their website, which I have no idea what it is, uh, just search Imperium Magazine and it'll come up on Google. Uh, It's a full Space Marine Army, a full Necron Army, terrain, and then about six supplemental armies. Really? Smaller smaller factions, Um, which includes Chaos Marines, Tyranids, Tau, Adeptus Mechanicus, Sisters of Battle, and I don't know what else. I can't remember. But uh, anyhow, so I'm going to paint all that stuff. And I'm going to do videos on how to get your stuff tabletop ready. Yeah. And then we're going to go back and revisit the models and show you how to take it to another level. Oh, now that's cool. And and each time I do it, I'll, I'll cover the content that's in the magazine, but then periodically we'll revisit the models to bring them up to a new a standard. standard. Oh, wow. see. See, now that's cool. Now here's the best part. All right. At the end first place in the drawing that we talked about yes we'll get to choose the space marine or necron army of their choice and the terrain for free wow so it's a whole set whole army plus terrain fully painted by me yeah and then your stuff is, is cool. and your stuff's great we, we can't you. deny that and second place we'll get the other one oh wow and third place fourth place fifth place sixth place seventh place eighth place we'll get all the supplemental armies so the entirety of everything that comes in Imperial Magazine for the whole 40 weeks or whatever will be painted by me with videos that you get to watch it in progress. And uh, then I'm going to give it away. And that's all for members of the Patreon when you get when you get that set up. Yeah. I'll, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'll probably do something like if you follow us on Facebook, you get an entry. If you well, follow yeah, us on yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter or whatever, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But the Patreons will get the advanced content, so they'll see it first. Um and they'll also get an entry for every week they were a Patreon. Wow. So even if you step out right. partway through it, come back, or just step out completely, you'll still get all your entries from however the long time you were there. Nice. And, and then to top it off, I brought, as you see, which you know people at home can't see through the radio. But you can use your imagination. <laughs> use your imagination. Actually, I'll post pictures uh, somewhere shortly. Um, but I brought in samples of the paint scheme. Now, right. I, picked, I already had... You know, 50 Space Marine lieutenants because they release one every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also had uh, plenty of Royal Wardens, which was the first two models that came in the first magazine. Space right. Marine's not finished. Um, but, oh, okay. Well, no, see, go ahead, go ahead. People We're... are going to be able to see. Go to your website. Go to the, I don't want to call it correctly, Nerdy Old Men Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that dirty word slipped in there one time. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, anyhow, uh, so. There's bonus features. You ready? Uh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm he's waiting got, on this. He has a flashlight. Okay. So what, yeah, you notice I have a flashlight. I do. There's a reason for that. Um, so 
one of the features about the Necron is on the back of the cloak, too, that is color-shifting paint mm-hmm. on okay. his cloak. Right. That'll be something I spot around on the character models, like special models. It's, troopers won't have it. But, uh, and we kind of went with, like, a tainted gold look mm-hmm. instead of the standard silver shiny. And then on the Space Brain, I went Ultramarines not because I think they're the best chapter, but because they're the most generic chapter. Okay. So that way you get the army and you don't have to go, crap, i got to strip right. it to make it whatever. Um, but And Space Brain's not finished yet. I'm still working on them. But here is the bonus feature. All right, show us. Um, army Painter has just released an airbrush paint line of paints. Yeah. As well as your speed paints. And one of them is, flore- they have a fluorescent line. Oh, somebody's superseding my announcement. They lost phone. Is that mine? No, there's my phone. <laughs> All right, show us what you got here. So, fluorescent oh, is like that. very fluorescent all the way around in the Necron. Got it. Are you doing video? Holy, on the holy, yeah. yeah the, the video guns, look at the gun on the other side. Holy yeah, crap. It's, it's oh, it's showing up great on the, on the video here. <laughs> wow. That's so, ridiculous. That's just, a, I mean, it looks good just like that. Oh, and it's the glow stays. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not. It really? Yeah. That's just the paint. But it was just blowing your eyeballs out. I guess that's probably so what it was. I'm not going to be able to see you. But <laughs> and just so space brains aren't underdone, their eye lenses oh, nice. and their plasma will also go up. That's so cool. But dude. that's all the space brains are going to get. They're just going to get like little touches. Like yeah. Um, wow, that's neat. Now, when I go to do the final unveil, the whole army, I think I'm going to set it up on a gaming table. Just oh. in the darkness, and then I'll just raise up the black lights a little yeah. bit. So all you get is that wave of green. Yeah, and then up oh, here's the space marines. They got they got some glow too. You know, so we'll we'll do something thematic and cool, and or I might not do any of that. I might I might just think about it and then <laughs> wish I'd done it. No, you will. <laughs> Knowing the way that you do things, you, you you'll do it all out. That'll be awesome. So, folks can monitor the current warp social media that they already do or if they're if they hear this and they're like whoa wait a minute i gotta i gotta, gotta watch this guy's stuff they can go and find the warp on 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 facebook and um twitter yes. and instagram well, as well or it's just on uh, where just are on you facebook. Where, on facebook okay yeah find them and then at some point in the near future you're going to rebrand that stuff over and it'll be ready to go for your new projects coming up yep and you can also if you prefer like say instagram you can follow the painting crusader on instagram okay. which is me uh, my commission painting service, gotcha. and obviously see some more work. I'll post pictures of these once I finish the space brain uh, and give them a base. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, but I was down looking at the entries. Don't enter a painting contest and don't clean up the base. When our buddy Patrick Peebles had a, had a, oh, a, no. a game store in, in La Follette for a little bit, um, they're they're going to do a Warhammer painting contest. Well, I painted little D D miniatures, you know. So I'm like, well, I'll, I'll do it, you know. So I got the, the kit, and painted it. Well, I didn't understand basing, you know, because with D and D minis, I just kind of okay, it's green, it's black, it's whatever, you know. Right. So uh, I don't know, Chaos Lord Master or something. I don't know. He had like these big claws and this big stick with an eyeball, and I thought, okay, it's cool. And uh, playing Halo, so I kind of gave him the Master Chief 
flat, I'll, I'll grab green. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was these spiky rocks. And I said, well, I'll make it like lava. So I just painted the rocks. Well, I didn't do the whole base, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of guys come in, and they've got, like, a box with, like, the miniature in it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the crap? Yeah. And they said, yeah, you would have won the painting contest. Your painting was, you know, was spot on. It's just you didn't base it. Yeah, you didn't base it. <laughs> Well, so basing is important. How about that out? Luckily for everybody at the Rocky Top Gaming Convention, I was not invited to be a judge. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you would have axed that right then, man. Well, I, I, I looked over all the entries, um, and I didn't. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff to others. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to come up here and pretend like I'm some god of painting. There's plenty of people way better than I'll ever be. Um, and there was a lot of really nice entries down there, but there was little details that I, I wish people would pay more attention to when they did painting contests. Like, if you're going to do it for your miniatures on a table, who cares? But if you're going to enter a contest, it better pay be. attention to those yeah. details. Little things, little things like that. You miss, it could be point deductions. It's going to cost you a contest. You have the best painted model, and you lose because you dry brushed your base, side of your base, and didn't clean it up. Yep. And that would be a stupid reason to lose. Uh, so. That's true, and we may may need to do a uh, an episode with John on just uh, some painting tips. I, I would love to do that because yeah. I mean, oh, all okay. the tips I ever got were like reading books or just kind of looking at somebody's you know something like you've done. It's like, well, how do you do that? And just kind of trial and error. I've always been happy to teach anybody anything I know. Awesome. Um, you know, I, I always tell the guys when they're coming in, they're like, "Hey, what can I do to go to the next level? What can I make my miniatures better by doing?" And I always tell them there's certain evolutions in your painting. Like, one of them is you get an airbrush. You learn how to use the airbrush, and suddenly you do this evolution. And suddenly your, your blends are better, your priming is better, your paints are thinner. Like, you, it just helps. And then another evolution is when you get a wet palette, and you learn how to thin your paints and keep them wet, and then use them for glazing and things like that. It's, a, it's like a whole other step in your evolution. Uh, and then you get into, like, oils and enamels. And it's like, oh, wow, well, I can use those with acrylics? Well, yeah. If you, if you know what you want to do with it, there's yeah. ways to do it. And then once you bring it all together, then you start putting out stuff, and you're like, man, I really sucked before I did all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, you don't realize how much you grow. Yeah, right. Um, and then the same thing with basing. I tell all my guys when they come in, I'm like, dude, really? Black base. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> it's like, cool, man. Like, that is, like, the best looking whatever ever and, like, you couldn't even put some gravel on it. Like, right. They're like, I finished it. Like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You got to do the Don't base. come to me with it being finished. I see that, that's a gatekeeping thing we were talking about. The standards, Chad. It's standards. <laughs> it's standards. Yeah. And it, and it mattered when I ran painting contests with the warp because uh, people would come in and they'd enter the models. And I graded on a 100-point scale. And then I broke it. The 100 points broke down into categories uh, based on, like, color scheme, basing, technique, difficulty of the model right. whatever and they were weighted differently based on how important they were and uh, I would get people to come in and bring like great models and then they just wouldn't do anything on the base I'm like what are you doing like at least get some points like right. put some gravel on there and I'll give you half the points yeah, right. <laughs> for the category instead of just me giving you a zero right um, but I also you know I'm, I'm a harsh judge and I learned that from critiquing photography work when I was taking uh, college classes for photography that was really useful (laughs) but uh anyhow you know how judges score um photographs Mm -hmm. and gallery shows and stuff which i've you know i've entered galleries and won surprises and stuff for that uh but it's 
they really they, they take a stack of photos and they're like, nope, 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 yep, nope, nope, yep. Wow. Just that fast. That's how they look at them. All the yeps go in a pile that they actually then look at. So if you can't catch them in that one second, you're done. You're done. You're out. Um, when it comes to miniature painting, it's not a photograph. I'm going to pick it up and look at it. Yep. And I'm going to look at everything. And I'm not going to be super critical like being a butthole. But if I have two people that have a very similar quality of paint job, then I have to start splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. And I critique every detail, but I also write the critiques down. And then I will offer it to the player if they want it. So a lot of my guys that came into the store initially and are in a contest didn't win, what can I do better? Here's Here my critique is. for my judgment. Yep. And then they go back and they look at their model in a critical way, and they go, wow, yeah, I missed that. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't even paint that. Yeah. Well, when you enter your paint context next time, remember, remember that's how things. I'm looking at it. Ah. Well, that, that's so cool, though. I mean, but that's going back to that community building. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're helping the next generation yep. learn. Everybody, even even veterans alike. If just, we all learn from each other. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, we can't, we can't ever stop that. And this hobby flourishes because somebody brings somebody else in and they play a game. And then they bring somebody in and they play a game. And then they're painting and they're buying stuff. And then they come up with something new that I didn't think of or somebody else didn't think of. And then I'm like, hey, how did you achieve those spider webs? Or how did you make those burnt-looking boards or whatever you're doing? And you share techniques and everybody gets better because of it. Yeah. That's awesome. If only society worked like that. <laughs> That's right. Well, he's, he's going to solve the gaming problem, and then he's yeah, going to solve the rest of the world's yeah. problems. First Knoxville, then the world. Then the world. <laughs> <laughs> John, thank you so much for sharing your really important updates and your news with us. And, and we're honored that you, you all of your, uh, your um, uh, customers and fans and stuff, you haven't told them and said that you were going to wait until you come on the show. Yeah, so they, we honestly, we, we do really, really appreciate that. that. We yeah. recognize the, the importance of that. And we thank you very much. I love doing the show and, uh, and I wanted so much to do it again. And, you know, we had kind of chit chatted about doing it yeah, again. Yeah. And then obviously things Life happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I'm glad that we're getting a chance to just kind of pop into the booth and, uh, yeah, do it. And I wish, you know, I, I keep finding many people down here don't even know about you guys. And so That's I why keep, we're here. I keep telling them, I'm like, well, they're like, well, hey, what's going on? You're starting. I'm like, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go listen to the Dirty Old Men podcast? Yep. Because they're going to get the scoop. Yep. And so That's now true. I'm hoping that that also pays back a little bit what you guys have done for me. Well, we I really appreciate that. Because I keep, you know, I'm out there championing for you guys, too, because it's, it's funny stuff. And uh, it's actually a lot better when I'm not on it. <laughs> you guys no. are funnier without me. No, no, no. You're funny. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I, this it's the same thing. We're all it's all community love, brother. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I know you know, like I threw Pixel Powder's name out there. Yep. I don't even know if they know who I am. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I know they're a store. We've me- we've messaged them. I think we're gonna we're gonna do something with them in the near future. So right. That'll be great too. We we love the local guys. Like also, you guys. Uh, got um, oh, Luke Goblins. Yep, we I talked see, to we them just, just a little, little bit ago. ago. Yeah, I think I, they're the segment right before you when we put all this together. <laughs> well, I saw him over here, yeah. and I was like, I kept telling him, you know, because his wife came into my store. Yeah. Which, it's a very weird dynamic because they go to cons to do their thing. Yeah. And her son works for CM Games. Right. And then she shops at my store. <laughs> 
And I'm like, okay, you well, spread it around, man. She is an orc player, so I guess I'll give her the, <laughs> the oddity thing to it. But yeah, when I found out about their their stuff, they came in and uh, you know they actually made me a really cool leather banner. And uh, again, it's just another like, hey, you did something for me. Let me do something for you. Absolutely. And I, and I told, yeah. I actually kept telling them to come find you guys. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, people need to know about your work because you do yep. really cool work, and the more ears to hear, the more chance you'll have to be and successful. That, and we will do that, and that's what we try to do, and you know that for sure because people come in and talk to you after the, after that show. And when you get your new brick and mortar and or the uh, Patreon setup, whichever comes first, yep. we're, we're there. blast it yeah. again. It'll probably be the Patreon first just because uh, – it's been a little stressful. Yeah. And, and I went right from closing the store in a two-week period to being at this convention. Yeah. Uh, and then the convention's going to end, and I have to move all the stuff that's left. Uh, so I'm going to kind of disappear into a lake for a while. There you Get go. your breath and um, regroup. I would say I'm going to go catching, but I'll probably just go throw fishing. a line and fall asleep. <laughs> there is right, nothing man. wrong with that. That is good therapy. Yeah. I'll fall asleep. Something catches you know, hopefully I'll swim ashore. On there you go. <laughs> um, just give up and climb up in the boat. Yeah, just, just, just come join me in the snap over here. Uh, you don't need to breathe, fishy. Uh, that's good stuff, man. But then uh, after that, after about a week of just kind of decompress and doing yeah. my thing, I'm going to get back on the painting desk because yeah. and while we're figuring out all the details of all the things, that gives me time to just focus on what brought me to the dance. There you go, man. So hard on the painting desk, working on the Patreon content, catching up on commissions, that sort of stuff. That sounds great. Keep us involved, man. Keep us letting us know, and we will we will broadcast the news of where he goes from here. Awesome. Again, what's the, what is the, the new branding going to be? Chapter Tactics Wargaming. Chapter Tactics Wargaming. If I had thought about it before we named it, I would have named it Chapter Tactics Gaming, uh, only because I thought of a really cool logo, and then I thought about the logo right after we named it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not changing it. Yeah, so like, go with it. Like, it's just, organic. Go I'll make with a different it. logo. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed the first part of our coverage for Rocky Top Game Con 2022. We had such an awesome time and recorded so much information that we got us so excited at the end of the day, at the end of the whole weekend, and we forgot to uh, record a closing uh, part to the episode, so I'm going to do that right now, and uh, you know, like I said, we had a great time, we appreciate everybody that came and talked to us, and uh, stay tuned, part two, maybe three, I don't even know how much data we got here, but part two at least will be coming in the following days after you listen to this, so... This is the old bald man, Chad. And on behalf of Redneck Wes, I'll say it, but probably not as good as him. Yeehaw. Godblood. He came up for Rogot's belly.
He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree, through the tree and out the other side and into the dirt. Splinters fell all round, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided, and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, god-blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.